Good evening, Nation. Welcome again to Rogue Nation, your one stop for whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Jesus. <laughs> so wow. tonight we're tonight we're recording in the Heel Cave, which is now my new favorite place because it is a a, a, a shrine to all toys that I love. But I try in in. In nice. interest of introducing, I got the heel hunter next to me, Joe. What's up? Thank you for letting us use your uh, your palace. Always. I uh, got uh, Kevin to the core. Yo, is a heel okay? I kind of like heel lair. Heel lair? Whatever the hell you guys want. It's fine. The heel box? Heel box. Heel box. Heel box. I like the heel box. Uh, heel box. The night in the heel box. Fuck that's you today's, up in the heel box. That's today's title. <laughs> heel box. Uh, I got just George. <laughs> Making great suggestions, as there always. We, there we go. And, of course, I'm the big man, Justin. Uh, tonight, uh, we got uh, almost an entire D23 announcement to say, but we got to get some comics out of the way. Next week, we will talk a little bit about the theme park announcements that came out of D23 that we were all excited about. But this week, we want to start with, uh, with uh, some comic news, and then we'll get into all the D23 juicy announcements that we were all excited about last Saturday. Uh, tonight, uh, first thing we want to talk about is just a real quick mention. If you're on that Star Wars series, the one that was relaunched about two or three years ago, uh, it's been running for a while now. It is coming to an end. It's going to 75 will be the last issue. Um, so if you've been enjoying it, get what you can out of it. It's not going to be the last Star Wars book. Trust me, Marvel spent a lot oh, of money of on this series. There's going to be more Star Wars books. This is just the core book that has always been the one book that was the the, the through book. Yeah, what was the timeline? Well, it was it kind of there was I think it was supposed to be in between Empire New Hope and, and Empire or Empire and Jedi. I think really maybe New Hope. No, maybe New Hope and well, but see it goes back. But see it jumps around in time though because you have a whole. There was a couple issues where um, Obi Wan. They did some old Obi-Wan stories where he was on Tatooine doing missions and shit. Wow. Okay. So there was a couple of those in there. And then I know uh, this was also the book where they introduced um, Han Solo's wife, which was uh, very... So it did play around with time. It did. Uh, yeah. So I, I, you know what? I haven't read the book. I, I buy them, but I haven't read the book since like issue 16. Wow. So I couldn't tell you exactly when it... Uh, when it, it here's the thing. It's changed so much since, it's, since the original. So since mm-hmm. the originally started. So... Who knows where it's at now? It could just be an anthology series now. Um, in other news, uh, we got uh, Punisher writer Matt Rosenbaum, Arg, excuse me, Matt Rosenberg, will be writing a Star Wars Dark Temple series and Annihilation Scourge. Is that what that says? Yeah, okay. Scourge. So you were the one talking to the writer. What's yeah, going on here? I was tweeting this? at him asking him because uh, his Punisher run is coming to an end, which is Punisher against Hydra, uh, specifically Baron Zemo. And I was tweeting at him, like, yeah, like, what's next? And literally, it was the same day that it was announced that and he Skyped me. Um, not Skyped me, my bad. He tweeted at me the covers for these books. Oh, wow. Where he's like, oh, I'm working on a Star Wars Dark Temple and Annihilation Scourge. And he sent me the covers. And I was like, wait, what the fuck are these about? And um, no, he didn't send me the covers first. He told me the titles. I Googled it and nothing was coming up. And it wasn't until like 20, 30 minutes later where he sent me. Where I'm like, wait, what do you mean? What is this? Like, tell me more. He sent me covers, and it was already finally announced online. Mm. Comicbook.com, I believe, broke it. Or Comic Book Nation, I don't know. I confuse them all. Bring it on the show, though. 
<laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Kevin's mixed. But, but it was cool because, and then I asked about the Star Wars one, Dark Temple, and he said that it's a mini series that's a prequel to the game, Fallen Order. Oh. So I guess the full title, Star Wars Fallen Order, uh, Dark Temple. All right. As of some Jedi and his Padawan trying to right. evacuate a planet because uh, of some kind of like political conflict there, and then they discover a Sith temple on the planet. Ooh. I'm assuming because I, I read the, the premise and right, it right. seems like it, it says, oh, some kind of dark temple where evil lurks. I'm like, it's a Sith temple. Right, of course. <laughs> and uh, Annihilation Scourge, he's, he hinted at that it's a one shot that will be uh, opening up the next Marvel event, Annihilation Scourge. And I was like, wait, so are they bringing back Annihilation? Because on the cover, right. it's Annihilus. Uh, let me see if I can uh, uh, even show oh, you. Oh, so this is not a Star Wars book. This is something else. No, no, no. The Annihilation, no. The oh, Star okay. Wars Dark Temple okay. or something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was crazy because, again, like, he told me this when it hadn't, like, you know, been brought up yet. Well, Annihilation. And he says it's the next big Marvel. Annihilation. Yeah. yeah. Because Annihilation, the original Annihilation story was huge. Everybody still talks about that. Story. Of course. And that was the, that's what yeah, warranted exactly. the Guardians banding together for mm-hmm. the first time. That yeah. was reformed them. So you see, six days ago, and it was that's that's what I was talking about. Let me show you the cover. Kevin networking. Look at that. Well, only networking just because. Ah, oh, really? There's no cover. Comicbook.com is slapping. Yeah, I don't. Goes. I don't go them for them for nothing. They run. Get back, bro. But on the cover, you see an Atlas, and I and I think it looks cool and exactly to what you alluded to, Justin is. People have talked about this for so long. Yeah, there you go. So you're saying yeah. you see Richard Ryder Nova, Silver Surfer, who's not all black. Right. Who's that behind Nihilus? To me, that was like Ahab. No, that's um, like, Beast. Um, no, it's not Beast. Um, not, not Beast, but no, what's the name? Dark Beast. Dark Beast. It's, it's not Dark Beast, though. That's, yeah, I know it's not Dark Beast. That's, um, I can't think of his name. But on the forefront, you see the Fantastic Four, and you it's see Beta Red Bill. Just for oh, you, Justin. Yeah, 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 interesting yeah. grouping. Well, they've been adding Beta Ray Bill more and more to different things. So yeah. um, something tells me something big is going to happen with him. All right. Hey, he might show up in Thor 4. Maybe. It's possible. So, yeah, we got, you know, Rogue Nation got that scoop. It's just, you know, we didn't record it until today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last bit of news is that if you were a big fan of the Welcome Back Frank storyline of uh, Punisher, the Garth Ennis story. Garth Ennis is coming back to Punisher. He's going to write Punisher Soviet. And everybody's excited about it. I'm excited because, like, like what we were just talking about now, Matt Rosenberg, that Punisher series is coming to an end. And I'm, and I'm sad because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two more issues, which is crazy because I think as we were recording, I was slowly catching up, like, 14 issues mm-hmm. on top of all the books we were talking about and all the other 14 fucking Conan books that I bought. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Master so, of Conan. So then I was like, damn, I want more Punisher because it's so brutal. And then now yeah. Garfren is coming back. And Which is going to be even more brutal. Even more brutal because it's him going to get, going up against the Russian mob. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then uh, with the announcement, they showed the three-page preview. And there's no dialogue. It's just uh, Punisher in the white van pulls up next to a black, like, short limo with the, with the Russians. Uh, and he just takes out, like, some assault rifle and just shoots at the car. Oh wow! And then drives off, but the car is is uh, bulletproof, and then it, it chases them, chases Punisher down the street, and that's it. Like that's the the, the three pages. Uh, they okay. ca- eventually catch up, and shit blows up or whatever, 
And I was like, I'm in already. Uh, when does that hit? Uh, let's see. This year. Okay. I'll read it. Uh, oh, it's Carthenas. Of course. I mean, I'm yeah, I think it's all fall because all the solicitations that yeah, we're seeing right, now, yeah, yeah. it's all yeah. like November. Yeah, like, yeah. I think the Annihilation Scourge was November. Unless it's September, I think. This is a, this will be a six-issue miniseries. Living yeah. series. Uh, Jason Burroughs is going to be the artist on this. And I'm looking at his art right now. Look up his name. Look up his art. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm digging this artwork. It's just a shame because um, um, when when Carthenus originally did um, Rockin' Back Frank, he did it with his uh, artist buddy, um, Steve Dillon. Mm. Steve Dillon died. So he can't, you know, read, you know, it was the same guy he did Preacher with. So that was what made that series. That's what everybody really was excited about that series for. Yeah, I was right. There's all these new things are coming up are on November solicitations. Yeah. So if you're interested, if you're a big Punisher fan, I am personally not a big Punisher fan, but I will read this because it's Garthinus. Um, but if you're a big Punisher fan, I would highly recommend jumping on this book. This is going to be a big one. Um. Okay, so, so see, in the preview, it's, it's all silent. Well, they probably have, just know. No they dialogue. might not have added the word dialogues yet. They might just. This I might just know, be it's all preview. action. You don't yeah, even see any voiceover. Voiceover. Maybe voiceover. Yeah. But still, even if it's not, it's it tells a pretty good story without it. Yeah. So, so uh, moving into comics, um, we got a couple of comic reviews this week. We're going to say, of course, we're going to save the big one for last, and you, should, you should, by now you should know which one that is. Um, Joe, we'll start with some Muddy Morphing Power Rangers number 42. What's going on in the Power Rangers? Necessary evil. <laughs> We're still uh, with the uh, Omega Rangers. Really? They're, yeah, they're on a secret mission. But that I keep forgetting the Red Dog's name. Where he's the new villain. Okay. And he's watching over. He's Zed sent over a new set of buddies to fight the Rangers. They don't believe that Tommy could lead this team. That's how they're going to beat this Power Ranger team, by getting to Tommy, isolating Tommy, and the rest will fall. So they go, they send over these new putties. They, they look like spiders, which I've never seen before in my life. That's so But these spider-looking putties. While that's going on, Zordon doesn't trust Tommy could win. So it, there's a little bit of friction now between Tommy and Zordon, because Zordon calls in the Omega Rangers to jump in and help. Tommy and this team, because they're all they were gonna lose, and they were gonna lose to Putties, <laughs> which is it's not cool. That's season one, episode one stuff. Like, yeah, for real. By this point, it can't happen. So Tommy's a little pissed, like, "Oh, I could do this." And they're like, mm, "No, you can't, bro." And then they go into the backstory of the new blue Omega Ranger, how she got her powers, but she kind of is like a curse because how she got her powers is it killed her whole family. Sure. The shock of her absorbing the Omega powers killed her entire family and race. So she's like torn. Do I continue being this? I lost my family because of this. So Trini, Zach, and Jason are like, oh, no, you know, you're part of us now. Help us. Help our old friends beat up some buddies. Because <laughs> they can't tell the buddies. It's so funny. And Tommy's still with, oh, I was bad. I, I died. You know, it's... His arc, I'm not liking because they're going with the whole he's not over being dead. He's not over. There's a new, there's another guy in another dimension dressing like him. Well, I mean, let, um, let me ask you if you, if Joe, if you died and came back, how long would it take you to go be, over that? I would be happy. I wouldn't be a crybaby about it. But if, call it what if you were an angsty teenager, though? Okay. You're right. Remember, these are angsty teenagers. Yeah. He has a fucking Zord. 
Get on your Zord and ride around in it. Right, be happy. Go be happy. Be happy for like 45 hours. Beat up a bunch of guys in pajamas because they're getting whooped by putties. It's yeah. sad. I was like, there was like four pages of him getting So whooped. is this the first meeting of the regular Rangers meeting the Omega Rangers? Sort of, yeah, but they came in so secretly that they didn't even see them. Oh. That was so dope. That's so and funny. You just Black see Ops. blurs. You just see blurs and the putties falling and they were out. Okay, cool. So like, did they question it or anything? Like, Yeah, yeah no, no. Uh, the new Red Ranger. What's his name? Rocky. Rocky. It's like, oh, we won. And Tommy's like, how did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> was it you? Asking yeah, the real totally. questions here. And then, um, do you remember back in the, um, where they switched colors? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that queen is back. And she's calling out. She, she, she gathered a whole planet party. Like a party on a planet of all the villains. Even future villains. The Machine Empire. Oh. All that stuff. Oh, the Zeo Rangers. Just to call out the, um, the Omega Rangers. And they went in like dressed up like like bad guys to like oh let's see what this party is about and she called them out right away because she still has she's um she can sense their powers the morphing grid so she's she's tied to the morphing grid so as soon as they're in the oh the power rangers are here find them jesus and they're like shit we can't even and that's where the book ends with them they were trying to infiltrate this party and but they were like the whole time they're like oh we jason feels bad he's like i don't like that i had to go help them like secretly, I want to go talk to my old friends, right? See how they're doing. But Zordon said, No, in and out. And Trini, yeah. no, but he didn't say it. Trini's like, No, remember the, the plan, Jason, in and out. Okay, yeah, Black Ops team, yeah, you can't be revealing, yeah, we can't, like we can't be dealing, we have bigger problems. <laughs> and Zach's like, We got called in for putties. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Zach. So, so what? So, the villain in this art in this event of Necessary Evil is that is that. That chick that she's tied to the, oh, the queen. and that wolf dog that he's a bounty hunter, but he's really after the Omega Rangers. Okay. But he thinks in the way to get to them is to beat up the regular Rangers by taking Tommy and his team out. I mean, okay. So he thinks yeah. take the original ones out, Omega's right. gonna come in. Omega's gonna, and they did come in because Zora's like, all right, I'll call them in. <laughs> so, bounty hunter knows best. Go figure. Right. Super but the chick, is, but they're also dealing with the girl that she doesn't want her powers anymore, but she does want her powers because it basically wiped her family. Oh, angsty teenage stuff. Yeah, right. Actually. So it's a bunch of stuff in one, but it's great. It's a good week. I, I enjoy it. So you are, because I was oh, asking I'm George in. earlier, I'm like, I'm how in. is Necessary Evil? No, it's good. Okay. But I'm thinking it's going to tie back into Dragon coming back. Cool. So yeah. now, would you even recommend me yes. and George reading? Yes. We come back? Yes. Okay. Right now. Not Gogo. Uh, morphing, but now how far back should we go? No, it's only like three, say, uh, four. Well, no, we we left off on Shattered Grid. Right, so this is after Yeah, so damn, yeah, but there's been a year, bro. It's been a while. Right, right, but yeah, well, uh, yeah, Dane, Dane. Sorry, thank you, Dane. Should which we in the regular shows there's a blue dog, which he's a Power Ranger, hmm. but this is like his brother. So like, should we jump in on the beginning of 40. Necessary Evil at least? Yeah, 40, exactly. Okay, so it's only, only in the beginning. Two or three. Because that's when they, they, they announced them as Omega Rangers anyway. Okay. They don't okay, get announced okay. that. Yeah. So so nothing beforehand really is. Nothing really, no. It's just Tommy Crybaby about, oh, I'm alive. I'm back alive. <laughs> hey, Kimberly. I mean, hey, I'm okay with skipping all that. Yeah, you don't need all that. 40s where the Omega Rangers get called, you know, brought up and those new guys come in, which I never hey, liked I, in the show. I don't know. I'm... I'm you know, you know, George, I'm with you. Like, 
I I don't know if you're with me, George. I, I mean, because <laughs> that sounds dope. Because I I want to talk about other books besides Marvel. And DC. I I love I love the part that because I always wondered what the hell did Jason Treaty and Zach do? It's a peace conference, but they they fucking made them into stealth fucking black ops range cool yeah and right. i was like i'm in yeah they, they, like they changed it they changed the lore yeah and it's for the better so. cool well, it's not even a change it's an addition to the lore they gave it a little bit extra well, true yes i'm sorry yeah because they still went still, up to a peace conference. right right still the facade of oh we went to a peace no, but went now we have that extra during the galaxy somewhere you know with, so it's pretty cool with hindsight and like 30 years of power rangers and what's cool is they still have their watches and oh. that's how zordon calls them well, other than that they don't even use them that's unless he calls cool so I'll say the red phone for the president. I get, yes. <laughs> or the bat phone. Is that single? What? Uh, bat phone. Bat phone. There's a bat phone? Yeah. In the, in the, in the, the TV show. Yeah. Oh, Adam yeah. Adam <laughs> but yeah, jump into Power Rangers. It's great. Would you not, say, not as good as X-Men, but I mean. Would you say morph into Power Rangers? Yes. Back to action. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Jason says when he comes back to fight. Back to action. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, 90s cheesiness, my yes, favorite. Love it. Okay, so moving on, we have. Um, you do Guardians? You want to do Guardians? You? Yeah? Yeah, I read Guardians. Did you like it? It was okay. I mean, it was, you know, explaining what happened to Rocket. You know, what, why he was. I don't know. It was extremely fucking sad. Yeah. I'm trying to remember now why. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because um, you have Philavel. Yeah. No, you have Moon Dragon. I'm sorry. Yeah, you everybody have dragon because everyone has been on board of the the, the Church, Church of Truth yeah. uh, uh, starship or whatever it's called. Um, so then they're trying to uh, Moon Dragon and Groot are trying to convince Rocket to help him. Like we have to go get our friends, and he's like, "I'm in no condition to do that. Look at me." Mm-hmm. And then it explains his origin thing of like yeah, how he, he was this cute, cuddly uh, uh, raccoon-like thing on a planet yeah, he that was, was a, essentially like a mental asylum. And he was assigned a patient to like take care of, to be like the cuddly thing to to calm down this patient. Yeah, like a service animal. Yeah. Right. Exactly. He was a service animal on an entire planet full of mental people, like yeah. mentally crazy people. And then the they, the robots on the planet that had run the thing took him and altered him and made him. What yeah. He is. There were scientists taking care of the patients that then created robots assigned and then assigned the robots to take care of the patients with these creatures. The scientists left. So the robots just kept taking care of them at no other means at all costs. They then mutated Rocket, like force evolution. And he wakes up and he's like, like, he's like, he's having thought. You get me? Like, he's, he's more than You see him actually look at his hands. They go from paws to actually having yeah. digits and fingers and stuff. And he. And you see him the first time he feels shame. He's like wearing clothes. He sees himself in the mirror. He like. Like crouches, it's crazy. But it's really emotional for, for for Rocket. Yeah, but he goes through all these adventures, and he's he doesn't understand. Even to this day, he still doesn't understand what they did to him to yeah. make him what he is. But he knows that now, whatever it is, is starting to break down. Uh huh. He's That's starting to lose. From there, he revolted against the robots, freed the other animal-like creatures. A bunch of them died. He started a crew. They died. He moved on to other crews and they slowly died. But he's like, the only one that felt like a family was the Guardians of the Galaxy. Damn. Yeah. That's so then that's why he's like, he's like, I didn't choose for this to happen to me as he's devolving. He's physically devolving. Like, hair is coming off. He's getting thinner. He that's looks awesome. like he's going back. He's reg- he, uh, regressing. regressing. 
and that's what he's scared. So he has like a an, uh, an oxygen tank. Uh, he's got IV. Yeah, so like, okay, like, either way, we need your help, Moondragon and crew. And he's like, all right, you know, let me get my stuff. And they're like, where are you going? And he just opens the door where there's like a hangar. <laughs> and Groot is like, Groot is like, yeah, but Groot's pissed at him because he just left. Because yeah. once he started de- regressing and de-evolving, he just, I'm out of here, and he left. Well, and, saying anything. And, yeah, and, and, and uh, he went to this planet to, basically to die. And he went back to Half-World. Yeah. Was it the, That's where he's from. The Insane Center place? Yeah. yeah. So he goes he goes there, and, Groot, and he's like, okay, I'll help. And then Groot's like, well, wait a minute. we got to discuss something first. And they start talking about how, you know, you just left. You don't understand. We, were, we wanted to help you. We went to, You realized that Gamora was actually protecting you. She wanted to make sure that you had the death you wanted. You know, we were trying to help you, and you didn't want our help. So, and the book, I think the book ends with them deciding, well, we're going to go after. Uh, yeah, he's like, oh, I got to suit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he, he has this giant, okay. in the hangar, he has this one giant mech. Nice. And, and it was like Voltron. Like, it's so funny. Nice. But the book doesn't end there. It cuts to the inside of the, the, the starship of the, universe, uh, yeah. the Church of Truth. And it's uh, Quill talking to his possessed father. Uh, you know, uh, And then you see the engines instead of running on, on belief, it's running on life. Mm-hmm. And you see random cosmic heroes in these tubes. Yeah, and it's there. like, right. And it's. Uh, and is draining like their life force, and they're like, "If we get enough, we could finally awaken him." And oh, that's go right. back, go back, uh, go back to their future, and like, stop right. the end, the end of their future. Because this this starship of the of the Church of Truth is from the future. Oh, okay. So then they're like, "What well, you're trying to bring back?" Of course, Adam Warlock and his cocoon yeah. at the top of this temple, and then uh, possessed uh, Jason of Spartax. He's like, "No." Uh, well, no, it's he, not him, and there's more. Well, he said, remember, he says, like, you tried to bring back Adam Warlock. Yeah. You know, when has that ever done any good? It always fails. He's like, okay, well, we didn't put all our eggs in one basket. Right. Yeah, then you see that there are uh, just a field of cocoons. Yeah. And they're all... Well, they're all supposed to be... Well, he like, says it's not Adam. I could have sworn that's what no, he said. No, he did. He said it's not, Ad- it's not Adam Warlock. It's something else. Uh-huh. But it's the same cocoon that Adam Warlock came out of. Because originally Adam Warlock came out of a cocoon. Right, right, right. It was known as him. Mm-hmm. But there was also her as right, well. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I think, Justin, I, my theory is that all those cocoons are... Since they could time travel, I bet it's the same cocoon in different timelines. Oh, oh right. okay. So you'll get the whatever it is at different points. Or maybe it's multi-dimensional. I don't know. It's interesting way to look at it. But dude, Donnie Cage is killing on this Guardian. Oh yeah. Oh, totally, totally. I was telling George just just before we were recording, I was like, Guardians has a, just like X Men with Hickman. It's like they haven't been a book, you know, that it's a must read in so long that the last time was like the Bendis run of Guardians. Well, I would say more like if if you're not reading anything he Donnie Cage was writing, you're really missing out. Yeah, because I he's mean, created his own pocket verse. Yes, and it's and it, and it all connects, and it's all good stuff, you know. And you as you and the good and the thing you know the way you know he's a good writer is that when he's writing something and then he pulls like another character in from a book that you're not reading, like book he's not writing, like right. when he pulled Spider Man in to Absolute Carnage, I was like, oh, fuck, now I want him to write Spider Man. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and you know when he does that, it's like. Oh, I want him to write that book down too. Yeah. Jesus. And you just want him to be on more books. And he's already spreading himself thin, man. Yeah, he's, he's got so a lot much. going on. Because it's not even I think he's got some independent stuff too, doesn't he? Yeah, God Country. Yeah. God Country, Redneck. 
a lot. So he's got a lot going on. I mean, he's he's what he's got Guardians. He's got Silver Surfer Black. He's got um, Absolute Carnage. He's got Venom. Um, and somehow it's all tied with Noel. Yeah, almost so. all. So, but yeah, he's making the cosmic stuff matter again. Yeah, which I I wholeheartedly believe that it will be tied to this uh, Annihilation Scourge thing oh. that Mark Rosenberg is writing. It might. It should. Why isn't Donny Cates writing? <laughs> yeah, I don't. That I don't get. <laughs> He's writing another cosmic crossover or something, or he he picked and they said, "Well, you get Absolute Carnage, we'll do this one." Right. So you also read Batman seventy seven? Batman seventy seven made me cry. Oh, and it was one of those books that like there was spoilers all over the place, especially on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Day oh yeah, of. it was to me. It was fucking crazy. So to best sum it up, because I really want to get to the ending of the book. The best sum it up is uh, the you know the villains run the city now. It's city of Bane. The villains are even like cops, which mm-hmm. is hysterical. It's almost like it almost feels like uh like that like an Elseworlds. It's just like what the fuck is going on? We're like uh, I think uh, not Riddler. Like fuck, a DC who, show. Someone's commissioner. Hugo Strange's commissioner. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then like Scarecrow, Joker, Riddler, and Zaz are all detectives. So they're like in like cop cars stopping random civilians over stupid shit and they're just beating up people. Right. And they just beat up people. They're like, hey, your dog leash is is too long. It has has to be a minimum three feet or whatever. They're like, what? And then they start beating up that civilian. It's so random. So the rule is the Bat family has to stay out of Gotham and their contingency is Alfred is the hostage. So none of the Bat family have stepped in. Uh, 70, Batman 76, Captain Adam was sent by the government, and then Gotham Girl took care of his ass, like, flat out. It was crazy mm. for so, Captain Adam to be handed, got his ass handed to him by Gotham Girl. So mm. why, don't the, why don't the family just call him the League? The League will handle this in seconds. It's something about, like, it, <laughs> it, it being, like, he need to be left alone because the government's ignoring it. Mm. I mean, and like, and the whole thing, no, the whole thing is Superman's off world. Okay. Which I'm assuming is tying to the Bendis Unity yeah. saga because Superman's off world and uh, on there. And um, so, of course, Damien gets in a fight with Tim and he's like, we need to do something. And he's like, you know the rules. He goes, whatever, I'm going to ignore it. So he goes into Gotham. Of course, Damien. First thing he does, he sees the villains attacking random civilians. He attacks all the villains. Uh, immediately confronts Thomas, which is Bane's Gotham's Batman. Mm-hmm. Like he has his, his old grandpa, Batman his and, his, and his Tottenham. Right. <laughs> Thomas even refers to him as child. <laughs> and he's like, look, you're my grandson. And he goes, no, you're not. And he goes, I'm, I'm Batman now. And he goes, you're not him. Yeah. You're not Batman. Yeah. And I love the way he confronts him and the art of every time <clears throat> they fight. It's like these like iconic poses. And then you see the backdrop of the city is like in neon green. Like almost emitting evil from like the sewage, the city lights. It's like neon green and reds and blacks and grays. It's really, really cool. Uh, So when they fight, uh, Damien is giving him his all. Like Thomas is getting his ass whooped a bit. But then the thing is like Batman is like, look, I'm not a pretender. I'm not him. I'm not going to pretend. I will not hold back. I will. I will destroy you if I have to. And he, dude, he whips Damien's ass. And it cuts to, which is now the ending that I want to get to, and it was all over Twitter. Damien is on the chair 
tied down. And it looks like um, Robin uh, in uh, Death in the Family, Ooh. tied to the chair. The mask is shattered. Right. And he's oh, tied there. And I was like, dude, like it looked very reminiscent of Death in the Family. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it's this monologue of Thomas. And he's like, look, you knew the warning. I, and I don't care that you're my grandson. You're my grandson, but I was not going to hold back. And he's like, you knew what was the consequences, and you, now you have to pay them. And, and then I love all, and in between this monologue is, right, it's Alfred yelling. He's like, please, don't do it. Just, you know, take him away from here. Don't do it. Just not in front of the He's like, fine, do it, but not in front of the boy. And then uh, uh, Thomas is like, he's like, the one thing is you're still my grandson, but this is not my city. This is the city of Bane. And it cuts to Bane hulking over Alfred, and it just shows a big splash page, and he snaps Alfred's neck mm. right in front of Damien as he's screaming no. Mm. Dude, I'm reading this, and I'm fucking teary-eyed. And, uh, and the savagery of this splash page of, of Alfred's neck being snapped. And I love how like it just cuts to uh, the, the final pages of, of Thomas. He goes... He goes, I bet now you're thinking the Bat family will come to aid you because Alfred's dead. He goes, but now the problem here is now we have a, n- a new hostage. Yeah, you. And they will stay away. And I love that final panel. It's just one little limelight on Alfred's body, dead in the in the fucking chair, and, and Bane just hulking over him. Hmm. To me, it's that, that ending destroyed me. I couldn't read another book after that. To me, it was so well done. Can we end the podcast? Dude, <laughs> dude Tom King. I'm cry. Tom, I wanted to tweet at him, fuck you. <laughs> and I told George, I was like, dude, he, Tom King broke a cardinal sin in, in Batman storytelling. He killed Alfred. I don't know if they're going to retcon it and be like, oh, he just got paralyzed. Because we've seen that before. Nah, that or someone's good. neck. That looks but like, like that's dude, his, that, head, that's his head is facing another way. Yeah, that's death. And he said he was going to change the dynamic of uh, well Lazarus Batman. Pit. I don't think they did. Yeah. Right. Well, they did introduce a Lazarus Pit that revives the dead. Right. That's oh, what I'm saying. Maybe. Yeah, because he tried with uh, Martha. With Martha, but then Bruce mm-hmm. woke up and buried the body. Right. So Thomas was pissed off. This is 77, right? This is 77. I think I'm at 75. Yeah, it ends uh, after that panel because, uh, incredibly enough, that there's more. Uh, Bruce is finally awake in Selena's like apartment, and uh, I think it's alluded to that they're in, in France. Right. That she saved him from this Lazarus pit. I don't know where the, how the fuck she knew where he was. Uh, he finally woke up after being in a coma for Ganos Hall. Yeah, 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 for a couple. And of uh, she, he's like, I need to go back. She's like, Look, like you're gonna fucking die. And and of course, the whole issue or two that he's been awake, he's been stubborn. She's like, Look, if we're gonna do it, we are gonna do it. And then uh, that's how it ends there. Of like, we're gonna take a take back our city. So I like how like it's like them two banding together to go after Bing. And the fucking art is amazing. Man. It's yeah, like, it's absolutely gorgeous. Well, it's, it's um, Clayman. So Clayman. They're in yeah. France. No, it's not, is it Clayman this issue? Yeah. I it looks like know. um, what's his name? Uh, Janin. Yes, it is Janin. It is like Janin. Yes. Yes, Michael Janin, yeah, because Clayman was only on He Was in Crisis, I forgot. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's Michael Janin, because Michael Janin and Jock keep switching around between uh, these Batman books. Mm-hmm. So question for you, Kevin. 
Um, on the cover, it shows Thomas Wayne Batman and a female Robin. Yeah, Gotham. That's Gotham Girl. Oh, that's, that's Gotham Girl. Yeah, yeah she's, she was introduced since the first arc. Yeah, yeah. since I'm Suicide. I, just, I never knew what she looked like because yeah. I've only been keeping up with it because of your, your guys keeping me. Yeah, and then yeah her power is 75, I think. Yeah, her, yeah. In 75, they announced that she was going to be the new Robin, and but they didn't tell you that she was going to be Robin for Thomas Wayne, not for Batman. For, yeah. For and then, yeah, because she had, like, a, a brother, right, or something? Yeah. Gotham, to him? Gotham, Gotham and Gotham Girl. Yeah. And, Goth- and, and Gotham dies. dies. But you find out Gotham Girl's powers are based off of um, the more she uses them, the, the faster it kills her. Mm. So, so right now she's just going ham on, like, villains, quote-unquote, in Gotham right now. Yeah, and it's killing her. Cool. Yeah. So uh, the last book we want to talk about tonight, of course, is the Book of the Night. Which is Powers of X number three? Shit, the book of the week. Yeah, book of the week. That's for sure. Uh, Kevin, you started this one early with uh, when you read it. You were like, "How I, is this not a red?" Yes, because it was it was pretty powerful stuff. I could not believe it wasn't a red issue in that reading order that Hickman gave us. Yeah, um, there's the thing about this book that I that I love is that this book deals mostly. If not all, with the um, year one hundred. Yeah, the year uh, one hundred, but it's also the if you read um, if you read the uh, the timelines, I'm sorry, I blanked for a second. If you see the timelines, the the apocalypse war timeline just goes off the page. Yeah. Okay. And this, I think that was something we commented on yeah. last week. Um, but so Ghost Hunter Ramirez here. Ghost Hunter Ramirez just walked in. Um, this book deals with what happens, it what ends the apocalypse war, which we've been hearing about because this all the year 100 stuff is dealt with what's going on in this book, which is them trying to steal information. And you find out in this book that it's the inception of Nimrod. So they want to know when Nimrod when was or, originally went online. And what they want to do is uh, apocalypse. Well, first of all, it was um, who leads the, the, the decoy. Um, that Rasputin. is Cardinal. Cardinal? Cardinal Rasputin with... Um, Kron? No, the, the mask. Zorn. Zorn. Zorn, that's right. Because he, he reveals the horsemen. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're all they're not, horsemen now. No, those aren't the horsemen. You, you saw who the horsemen were. Yeah, it was Cardinal. Cardinal gets no. on Apocalypse so he no. could um, uh, override his programming Wolverine, of not being... Wolverine's Wolverine war. Right. Uh, Zorn is death. Um, North is pestilence which is not magneto no north that was a reveal in this book north is actually a combination of uh emma frost and lorna ding lorna ding uh, Polaris. Uh, and oh then, and krakoa um, krakoa is uh well maybe krakoa is pestilence and the other one is famine, famine. but yeah either way yeah you're, you're right but those the wolverine part that he's war was a shocker to me but it's not logan wolverine is it it's a different one. Well, actually, in this book, it makes you think that, no, this is actually Logan Wolverine. I, I thought on the spread, on the infographic that he has where it says Wolverine is war, Logan. it had his name underneath it. Yeah, James Howland. Yeah. Same guy. Oh. Yeah, he's James Logan uh, Howland. Well, he went by Logan for so long, you didn't know what his name was. And then in Origin, yeah, he honestly did it. <laughs> yeah. And, no, nobody did. He was just Logan. Yeah. And then in Origin, the book Origin, they told, they find, because it's for years, you never knew what Wolverine's origin was. Yeah. In that book, you finally found out what Wolverine's origin. You've never read Origin? No. Oh, no. you got to read Origin. Origin's no. a great book. Yeah, that's how you find out he's. Um, 
uh, you find out Canadian that he was, names James Howland. Yeah, he was born in uh, the like Canada in like eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and he was a sickly boy, and he was always sick, always never um, never out of bed. And then, uh, but his father uh, was he not his father? There was a there was a, a hand uh, like a like a. Uh, like a workman on the, on the property that his father owned, and his name was Logan. He was Mister Logan, mm. and he had a son named Dog. And they and you kind of got the impression that Dog was supposed to be Sabretooth, but I think they told you that he wasn't. He wasn't Sabretooth. But what ends up happening, you end up finding out, is that Logan, Mister Logan, actually had an affair with Wolverine's mother, and he's ah. and Wolverine is actually the product of that. And when he comes. He shows up at the house. But have you have you seen? I mean, it's a terrible movie. But have you seen Wolverine Origins? Yeah, the beginning of that movie. Right. Same same thing. Same okay. exact thing. He shows up at the house to claim the son. The son. Uh, the, the 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 father starts fighting. He gets shot, and then Wolverine for the first time pops his what the what minuscule claws he has, and he kills his actual real father, Mister Logan. And then he runs off with the the young boy dog. It's just in the movie, it is Sabretooth. In the book, it's not. It was. It was. You were thinking through the whole book that it was. You should. It's a good book. Wait, but no, wait. James Howlett's his real name. Well, dang, that so makes you see it a little bit different. So to me, that review is cool of him being more for but, but apocalypse, considering that at one time he was death, right? The right, horseman death, right, right? So different time, and it makes sense that he would be war. Yeah, yeah, he's been on a bunch. But it was a big reveal when they found that because that was a great book too, mm-hmm. Astonishing X Men. Uh, when you found out that he was death, because there was a, I think I've talked about it before on the yeah. show, where he was a whole book, it was like four, three or four issues where he, this one character just shows up as is decimating the X-Men every time they see him. Yeah, and then know. at the end of the book, you, there's a great splash of, they finally take the mask off and Wolverine coming out and he's got his adamantium back because up until that point, he right. just had the bone cloth. He never had, they had, they, he was adamantium spot. So freaking crazy. Well, that's how Apocalypse made him what he was. He's the Apocalypse was the one that put the Adamantium back into Wolverine. Right. Made his best version. Yep. And Creed made him death. So yeah. so then he's on that team of Apocalypse getting the data. The, 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 because they got the index first. Yeah. And they're getting the info in this like giant library. And that's But that was the mission that Apocalypse said he would yeah. lead was the priests, or I'm sorry, Cardinal and Rasputin, they were the decoys with Zorn. They were they were breaking up um, like a oh it was a rally, a, a rally but it was where they were combining humans and machines together right. yeah and because it was like a church thing where they were like we want to be like our them. yeah it's like we want to be like our betters and everything like that right. they were breaking that right, up because their goal which is which we know the goal is in the year one thousand is their goal still is ascension, ascension. yeah right. and then even even uh, Nimrod's right hand person is like. You know, there's a, something going on here. Maybe we should take a look at it. And Nimrod's like, I don't, I don't even care. It's, 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 it's stupid human stuff. I, it's not. It's beneath me. His hubris. Yeah. So then you find out that Apocalypse is leading this uh, mission to take out, to find the information that he needs. They find it in a crystal. And then, like he said in the last book, they have to fight their way out. So it becomes Apocalypse. That's when Nimrod finally gets um, involved because he realizes, oh, it is a trick. Because right. the um, they oh it was a great scene where it's Rasputin and then the um, yeah but there was a great scene where uh, uh, Rasputin is there and Zorn is down on, on the ground 
and then the right hand chick, I can't think of her name, chick of Nimrod shows up and and they're taking everybody out. And then she's like, Look, I'm gonna if you don't if you stop the closer, I'm gonna open this guy. He's got a singularity, like singularity right. in his head, which is a black hole. Uh, and if you if I'm gonna open it up and we're all gonna die, and he's like, I don't think you're gonna do it. He's like, okay. And he rips off of the head right, and doesn't kill they, they have nothing else to lose. The reason that the machine chick of the right hand of Nimrod gives for, you know, them not doing it is fantastic. They're like, yeah, you know, you guys always hold on to your hope. And it's this guy. And she goes on this little tirade. And then uh, is just like, yeah, not cool. A pulp rips it off. Yeah. And it's just like, ah, they understood that, you know, it's all about getting the information at all costs. Yeah. This, this this was a one-way mission, and they all knew it. Yeah. So when Nimrod finds out about that, he goes and he's like, oh, they're, he, he searches his banks and finds that they're actually attacking the info that they need. So he shows up, and the first thing he does is he blows his way in and almost destroys Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is just – his 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 uh, healing factor is working overtime, putting him back together. Even Apocalypse is like, yeah, if you could see yourself right yeah, cause, now. Well, because Apocalypse got the information. He's like, here, take it and go. And Wolverine's like, nah, leave me here. I'll take care of this. You go. Like if you could see yourself, like you said, if you could see yourself, you wouldn't say that. Yeah. So then it becomes Apocalypse versus Nimrod, and then Wolverine escapes through Kar- Krakoa, who could still open right. portals. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then you find out that they go back to where home base, and at home base is Moira, and Moira's in stasis, and Wolverine's got a, um, a communic- uh, an info crystal. He's like, Apocalypse set it up so I can put the info in fast so we don't have to, you know, yeah, upload it. Up. And then she puts it in and she awakens. So she knows exactly when a Nimrod comes online. And then, then she's like, well, you know what's going to happen next, right? And then he Wolverine pops his claws and stabs her and kills her. And then it says, thus ends the ninth life right. of Moira. Uh, Moira. Yep. And so now her being Moira born X too. knows how to stop Nimrod. Yeah. That's fucking, oh. when to stop him. Exactly. I just love this, this shot, though, of Wolverine yeah. still being put back together, pops his claws. It's like, you know, it's, it's, this is what's going to happen. And she's like, yeah, I know. I it's love the so expression weird. on his face. He looks so tired. Fuck yeah, he's tired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if this is still the same Wolverine and this is 100 years in the future, yeah. I mean, he's, what, 200 years old by this point, yeah. if not more? He looks great. Not more. Yeah. He looks great. <laughs> and he's so disillusioned that he's partnered with you know, not disillusioned, but he, everything has broken him down that he is actually a, a horseman of apocalypse. The people he had fought, right. you know? Well, I mean, I mean, also with Mora and her ability. And the well, she's speak. also, yeah, so you got to understand, you got to assume that this, pulled him in. in this timeline, yeah, it's different, works differently because of she's the one manipulating the timeline. Exactly. So. She, she pulls her, I mean, maybe Wolverine never even joined the X-Men in this. Well, no, I remember in, in this timeline, the next bit never formed. Moira went to Apocalypse, right. woke him up, and told him about what was going to happen. Exactly. And then the age of Apocalypse started. So the X-Men right. probably never, yeah, he said. Yeah. Right. So to me, this blew my fucking mind because we're not watching the future of any time, any timeline. This was the future of the age of Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Essentially. So I, I, it blew my fucking mind. Man. Yeah, and the fact that you've been reading this book, you go, oh, this is amazing. This is how their future, and it's not even there. This is a different life. She just needed the information for the next time she's going to do this. So I would assume maybe that the, the 1,000 is – I don't even know what it would be. Maybe that's the, the future of our timeline because in that one, Nimrod is reduced to a, a little like Librarian. helper droid. You know? So That might be the actual timeline. But we still don't know what happened in life number six. six. 
Right. That's going to be like that other red book or something. It might be that that next red book. You know what's funny? Even Reddit, like no matter where you you Google it, no one has a theory. I've never seen that before. But no one has a theory. But what? How? Where would you? I got plenty of theories. No, don't, don't do that. No. I mean, they basically put everything out on the table for you. Yeah. That's got to be something completely new. Something that Hickman is holding in his back pocket. Like, something that was very, very important, uh, you know, or something. But it's, it's something that, that has had to have happened already. Mm-hmm. That he's just doing his own take on it. It has to have been but dramatic it's... enough that her seventh, she goes into full assassin mode, killing all of the Trask family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. It's going to play in somehow. It just depends. It's just a matter of when are we going to find out what it is. Well, she'll go off the trash because of the Sentinels. So, Well, that was always the beginning. Right. Though, right. The, but the Sentinels still get created regardless. Regardless. Of what because because people well, she doesn't find that. that out until the end of the seven. People find yeah. it. Yeah. Because it's, Ameri- it's, it's artificial intelligence. Artificial yeah. intelligence isn't created. It's just waiting to be born. Right. Yeah. It's like fire. Somebody yeah, it's like fire. It's always waiting to be discovered. Right. Well, yeah. What a fire book! Oh, oh my yeah. god! It's it, it. Each book just builds on the last. Each week is just amazing. You when the new one comes, I'm I'm glad this is weekly and not monthly. Because imagine if we had to wait months for this shit. Imagine remember, having to remember all these things. Well, yeah, we would be crazy. I would reread. You would have to every book that comes out. You just everything beforehand. Just start getting. But the book. fact that they were really smart to do this one week by week. Get it all ready to go, and then do it week by week. And two separate books explaining different things, right. and you have to read. But both. what now? Yeah. And here's and to. yeah. But what now is interesting to me mm-hmm. is like, how does this lead to the X Men Renaissance? Like, okay, this is basically chronicling all these lives, but at the end of it, where does that leave them? Right. You know, are we going to? Because okay, maybe because maybe we're not seeing the future of the current timeline in the X-Men, maybe we're seeing the future of other timelines and the, where they leave us is, okay, the future isn't written yet, we're moving forward. Or, remember they said, you have 10 lives, possibly 11. That, that's what I was thinking. So maybe after this this whole thing chronicles your 10 lives, we go and, then, and then the, when the book restart, when everything, this is all over, it's the start of the last 11th life. Uh-huh. I, I agree that. Oh, it's the other thing of what, uh, damn, what was your girl's name, Joe? Girl. The one with Mystique. Destiny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what he says. Like, if at any point you die before your right. powers manifest, that's it. Right. That's the one life, one lifetime. You're done, and life keeps going. Right. But the th- and maybe that's the 10th, maybe that's the 11th. Maybe on oh. the 11th that she figures out that I'm the problem. That maybe that's the end. Maybe that's the whole thing. And she right. figures out I'm the problem. She's the constant. She commits yeah. suicide early on, and she's she like, decides, I'm "She decides I'm going to end the cycle," and then that's where the book opens up to be fucking something brand Re- new, rebuilt. You know, something that because you've got the chronicle. God, that would be such a great ending too. Yeah, because you would have all the chronicle of basically everything that's come before X Men in all the books and everything, right. like kind of pushing it all together, tying it up in a nice little bow, and saying, "Okay, that's over here now." And now we're going to start something completely new, something completely different. Everything is off the, on on and off the table. Uh, yeah. And then that's where you know she figures out she's the constant. She says, "Okay, I'm done." Kills herself before becoming Moira McTaggart, and then that's where the the new X Men book starts. Like it's all a clean slate, a whole new could. Okay. And then you could, yep. yeah. And then you can go anywhere from that. You can pull in 
pieces from other storylines that you like, right? Because it's all brand new, but it's all being redone. Mm. That would that's such a great way to relaunch the X Men is to go. We're going to take everything you have, and then we're going to say it happened, but we're going to start over from the beginning. Jesus. I hope I hope we did not just crack it, but it's still cool. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the most plausible thing that I can think of. Yeah, because Hickman thinks it's the most plausible. Yeah, right. Uh, he's, usually got, he's usually got that ace up his sleeve or something. Yeah. So that was the book of the that was the book of the month, as it was said. House three, House of Powers, three. Powers, Powers, Powers of Powers Powers three, House House of, of X, X number three four. is today, is the, or four. four. No, three. three. Three? Okay. Yeah. Three today. The fours are in September along with the fives. Yeah. Fours and fives are in September. Which, House of X number five is another red book, and I'm ready to have my mind, my mind blown. Just completely blown. I was already blown with this one. Actually, so. Well, I mean, okay, so the last red book was finding out that Moira relives her lives over and over. Right. Which was, okay. Mind-boggling. Okay, Huge. this book tells you the end of the Age of Apocalypse. Which we all thought was amazing too. Yeah. So just the fact that he's doing and that he's highlighting books, saying, "Look, these are all great, but these books are yeah, the ones that are, are earth what, What's going to happen now in that next red book? I mean, in that next red book is going. I mean, it has to be the sixth life. I, I would assume it's House of X. I mean, it could be. Yeah, and with, I would say House of X because one of Powers of Ten was where you found out about her. Yeah, yeah. Powers has been the timelines. Yeah, right? House has been the the, the current, current tender. Current, yeah. Right. Well, House of X Two is where they told us of more visibility. Oh, okay, well then, yeah, then maybe that's the where next one. It could be Life Number Six. Yeah, and then the last Powers of Ten is where she decides the, to clean slate. Yeah. Nice. Or it could be her so far into the perfect future where she envisioned, and it's just not working out. She reincarnates, and she's like, "I'm done." Yeah. Or she could reincarnate and just decide to let things happen and it'll be a story of that. Oh, Destiny said, if you die before your powers right. manifest, it's over. It, uh -huh, it's over for you and the right. universe, the time just continues. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Who she knows, has huh? to pull her, she has to eliminate herself from the game. Right. Because she's the constant. She's the one that's constantly, right. you know, trying to manipulate everything, trying to change everything. And if she decides that I can't be a part of this anymore. Yeah. The only thing you lose by that is you lose Proteus. Right. Yeah. Because Proteus is her chair. Her yeah, case. Right. Yeah. But it's not a big loss. He was only a one time villain, so it's not that big a deal. And even then, in the world, who knows? Yeah. And it, it could come from someplace else. So if you're not on House of X or Powers of X, why are you even let's, listening to the show? Probably. True, you know you should you should be reading. Well, I mean, maybe you just want to hear what we have to say about it, but That's you should be reading it. Right. Like I said, I I I, uh, I was telling these guys here, uh, I read this book and then I immediately went and grabbed all the other books that have come out, put them together, handed them to my wife, and I said, "You need to be reading these," yeah. because she was the one that got me into X Men. When I started reading comics, I was strictly Spider Man. I was strictly I, was, I wasn't even Avengers. I was like Spider-Man and like a couple other things, but I wasn't even close to X-Men. She was the X-Men fan. And she's like, you know what? You should really read X-Men. You'd probably like it. And then she got me into it. So she's always been the X-Men fan. She's always been – her Storm is her favorite character. And I just – I was like, it's, it's such a shame that she's not reading these books. So I, I said, you have to read these. You need to be on these. No, definitely. Next, I, next week, tell us what she says. Well, I gave them to her and she said, I'm going to read them. Right. I'm just waiting for her to do it. Yeah, Did you tell her the reading order? I put them in the reading order. Good. I okay, said, nice. you got to read them like this. 
Yeah, we actually had a friend, uh, Vinny, who's been on the show before. Yeah. He Sky went Bison. to read it. Yeah, the Sky Bison. And he yeah. asked me, I think he asked both me and Kevin at least two times or three times each. But what's the reading order? It's like, dude, it's the last page. It's in the, in the fucking book. Come yeah. on, man. Stop asking to oh, read the man. books. But I, I advertise this to everybody. It's like, if you like comic books at all, or if you like X-Men at all, you should read these books. This is amazing. It's rewriting everything. You that, that That's Amir's big th- deal. That he doesn't read comics because you have to read things beforehand to understand what's going on. This Yeah, this is a this good place is, to start. This is it. This is it. You only need to read this. My only gripe with this is that it's overwhelming. It's a lot of information. You almost need to – I okay, I have a plan for this. What I'm going to do is I'm reading them week by week, but when they release that trade, oh, yeah. I'm oh. buying the trade and I'm going to go back and reread it all in one. Because and I've got to hope that they put them in the reading order. Yeah. Oh, because, yeah. Well, remember Spider Verse? Right. Yeah. They, they didn't put they them did in the reading right, order. Right, right. Why? I don't know why. It was yeah. just, there were so many books that they just put all the Spider Mans together, all the spectacular Spider Mans together. Oh. They just didn't put them in the reading. I order. don't think Hickman would allow them to not put them in the reading order. Yeah, maybe. Supposedly, I got um, was it the Marvel pull list? Yeah, I think it's Marvel pull list. It's a podcast that's strictly. Marvel employees reviewing their Marvel books, so they so they do okay. So the way they go about it's not like us with picks. Is they go down a rundown. So like, this came out. This is the creative team. This is what it's about. This this came out. This is the creative team. This is what's about. When they get to the books that they like, they're like, okay, this is my pick, and then they have like a little bell. They're like, ding, and like, okay, this is my pick. This is not what, I, and then they review that one. So then uh, on Marvel Pulis, they talk a lot about like behind the scenes stuff. Okay. And apparently, since the beginning of, of these two, you know, House of X and Powers of, of Ten book, Hickman gives the editor notes, <laughs> and they're like, wow. they're, they're like, that's unheard of for a writer to give the editor notes. It's like that's the in, in Marvel history that's never been done. <laughs> okay, so um, we got a bunch of D twenty three stuff we want to talk about, but let's let's get some um, let's get some. Uh, Normal stuff. Out Normal of the way. stuff out of the way first. We're we're gonna combine TV and movies tonight because it's all D twenty three announcements. Um, but I think the first thing we want to talk about is we got uh, El Camino. We got El Camino. We got the Breaking Bad movie that's coming out on Netflix. Something that even Amir can can talk about. Um, and really, this trailer, the trailer that came out, is really just um, Skinny Pete being picked up by the cops and. Basically recapping the end of Breaking Bad, where you know I know that what happened to Jesse Pinkman, because the whole thing is him talking about, look, you guys want to know where he's at? I seen what happened to him. I seen the cage they kept him in, but I don't know what happened to Jesse Pinkman, and I wouldn't tell you if I did. Yeah. And it's supposed to be, I guess, what happened to Jesse after because Walt is dead. Right, because it's called El Camino, which is the car he drove off yeah. into the sunset. And- yeah, because he drove off laughing in the sunset yeah. after Walt broke him out. You oh. know? Because, yeah, that last episode was, wow, it was, was heavy. Yeah, That whole half season was, was nuts. So I'm assuming this movie will probably have flashbacks to get Walt in there. Yes, that's exactly what I think. But no, I think uh, a co-worker of, of ours, George, uh, Lee goes Nick, that's, that said that, like, that Jesse would have like almost illusions or like visions, visions of seeing Walt as like a conscious. Mm, uh, okay. Because okay. remember, he's still like Sleep deprived and yeah. malnourished from being well. It depends in on where basement. They, well, it depends on where they pick up from. How right. far? How far? Yeah, away from it is. I think flashbacks are more sensible. But hey, who knows? Well, no, the, the, the vision thing I like. I like the idea of him everywhere he looks. 
he sees Walt. Walt. You know, it's big part of the you know he's big part of his life. You know, they were they had that whole thing there, and he's also kind of responsible for him being imprisoned and right. You know, responsible so, for the good and the bad. Uh, yeah, right. So he's probably this is probably him kind of coming to terms with his own life. You know, because the story, the Breaking Bad, was Walt's story, but we got so in. Jesse Pinkman wasn't even supposed to make it out of the first season, right? Yeah. You know, so oh yeah, I heard that he was supposed to be killed off at least two or three times. Yeah, yeah. He, even the finale, he wasn't supposed to drive off, right? So they they constantly changed it because the audience loved them. Yeah, and I loved them. So right, uh, Prince Gilligan said that like you know they were contemplating about Jesse Pinkman dying. They're like, look, like we can't do this to the audience. <laughs> no, would not people would riot? Yeah. So that like, it will be the one happy part of that ending. Wow. So that's coming. I don't think we got a date on that though. I don't think that I think it's October or something. Yeah, right? soon. Really? Really, really soon. Oh, never mind. Uh, okay, I know. I saw the trailer once. I didn't. What, what caught my attention is the way it's labeled a Breaking Bad movie. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, is that implying more? That'd be a great Netflix deal. Right? I just think it's interesting that it's only on Netflix and not on um, uh, AMC. I don't know that because I haven't seen a report, but I heard on... Man, I don't remember what podcast now. There's so many of them that I listen to. Yeah. Someone mentioned that it will be on Netflix first, then AMC. I'm like, that's weird. I've never heard of... Maybe Netflix financed it instead of AMC, but they get the... Because AMC owns it, they... They have to maybe but then but then damn like netflix has that poll that like nope we premiere it first yeah over well, amc 10, even though amc 10 owns it my my anniversary well, 10 11. nice there you go maybe they own it maybe they, they don't i mean who knows how, how those actual things work maybe I mean, amc is letting them do it and, and they're paying amc a, a buttload of money here's the thing for and and i i i hesitate to bring this up but you know, who know, we don't know how any of these contracts work. I mean, oh, I, yeah. for, I for the longest time, I've said it on the show. I thought Marvel was the one that financed all the Spider-Man movies. And I'm finding out now that, no, it was no, actually Sony. It was Sony. Yeah. And that's the big point of contention for them. So I, was, right. I didn't know that. I thought Marvel no. was like, look, you give us the character. We'll take care of everything. You just get the profits from it. Yeah. I didn't realize that they were actually financing the movies. So. Um, okay. yeah, so, so we don't know if this movie's picking up immediately after or a flash forward yeah. and then flashing back to how he gets to where he is. And look, as long as Gilligan is involved, I really yeah, don't he's care. writing yeah. and directing. Because Better Call Saul is one of the best shows on television. And it's about Saul. I mean, come on. Yeah. So, and of all the characters that we had on Breaking Bad, I, you know, I, I love Saul, don't get me wrong, but he was not the one I was expecting to get the spinoff. And so, to go for yeah. so long, it's on season four now. Yeah, and Ooh. the fact that they brought back Frame for that show yeah. is just... Uh, so we had a Titans 2 trailer, season 2 Oof. trailer. I didn't watch this. Uh, really? No, I didn't see I it. Thought you, I thought you would be the most hyped for it. Cause I it didn't shows, even know until today it was out. It shows Connor meeting Crypto, the black and, the black and red shirt, uh, Deathstroke. It's clearly that uh, Deathstroke is uh, after someone, and that's what bands the Titans together, including Hawk and Dove. Um, and then oh. everyone has a redesign. Oh, really? Yeah, everyone has a redesign. Um, Getting closer to the, you know, yeah. more comic accurate. Yeah, right. closer. It's, not exact. They all look more Is closer. Kid Flash in this? No. I thought I saw a thing today saying Wally West and Titans or something. It might be maybe the later half. 
But they also saw a thing saying that they're going for the tower too. The Titans Tower is going to be in. That's kind of silly. That's funny. Uh, I mean, again, it might come in the later half. It wasn't shown in the trailer. But also, Jason is involved in this too, right? Jason yeah, Tyler. Jason's heavily involved. He's like, I don't have to listen to you, uh, to Dick. Mm. And then that's where it shows, like, okay, whatever. And then they go to, back to Wayne Manor and you see the Ian Glenn, uh, Bruce Wayne. Oh, I got to watch this. I haven't, I only found out. About I think today. he looks fine, but like, I think to Joe's point, it's like he does look old. Yeah, like Batman Beyond old. But, like, when he speaks, I think Ian Glenn has a good, intimidating voice. Like, when when he talks down to Dick, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's, like, letting that whip go. I'm like, holy fuck, okay. Is, is Dick Nightwing or he's still Robin? Uh, he, ha- he doesn't know what to be yet. So, he's going here, to be he's in between. Between. arc he's to becoming Nightwing. But Bruce is 97 years old. Someone in the trailer says that. I think it's good Donna because Donna's heavily in the trailer. Mm. She's gonna, for sure, she's going to be heavily more in the... In the in the in the series, uh, Donna Troy, and she—I thought she was awesome. I think yeah, the, the one or two episodes that she was in for season was one, awesome. They were great. I gotta finish this series. But yeah, she tells him she's like, if you're not Robin, then what? Then what are you? And he just cuts to his face and he's quiet. Yeah, because he keeps thinking that she's you know out and she carved his whole life for herself. He's like, no, I'm still me, but you know, I do this too. I'm a normal person as well. And that's where Dick's just like, huh. Hmm. I have no people skills. It, it's cool. <laughs> After that, you know, very, very sour roller coaster of a ride this first season was, in my opinion, George. I, I thought the trailer, I'm like, it gave me hopes for the second season. All right. So the first season, Justin, just, you know, just so you know, and for the audience, they didn't know what they wanted to be. And that's why there was Clearly. reshoots and there was the ending was redone and one episode was cut off and saved for the next season. There, there were some things that were changing and there were some episodes that were really great and some that were just like, oh, can we just bear through this to get to the next good one? Well, there was like a like a whole three episodes that you and I watched it, George, and I would look at you and I'm like, dude, who wrote this? Yeah. And it was, it was so cringy. It was I was like, what bad. the fuck? Ew. But then you had these really great episodes where you're just yeah. like, wow, this is amazing. This is the same writer? Yeah, the Are Jason sure? ones were awesome. The Batman ones were awesome. It's like, what the fuck? Give me more of that. So I think season two, they found their stride. They found what they want to be. We don't know yet. It and looks, it looks like, like it. Hey, the trailer looks better than the trailer for season one. Yeah. So that alone gives me more hope. And of course, you know, they're going to finish off the whole Raven thing. It looks like everyone's going to be who they're supposed to be. Mm. Yeah, because Raven has the, the diamond in her forehead. She has the hair bob. <laughs> yeah, she has the, the, the cloak. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, Starfire. Starfire. Hopefully she she got her memory back at the end. Yeah. But so. then she's like being uh, chased after, I guess, people of her race. Yeah. Because someone like oh, kidnaps so. her and she's like, oh. No, it can't be her race. Her race is... Tamarine. The Tamarines are, are gone. She's the last. What, when no, they when they well, the trip, maybe on the show, but not, not, not in this comic. You're still her sister. Blackfire. Oh, Blackfire. Well, no, a dude grabs her, like, knocks her on, and is like, oh, I'm sorry for this, my princess or my queen or something. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, so that's, that's why I assumed, I'm like, is someone of I her people? That. So yeah. possibly Blackfire in this season, too. Cool. Oh, that'd be nice. Blackfire I'm okay with all that. And then, to me, Deathstroke finally looks way better than he did in that picture that leaked. I just like the guy. He looked awful in that leaked. I like that they got Isai Morales to play uh, Deathstroke. So. And he looks good. Yeah. I don't know, man. We've had so many death strokes. I'm just like, ah, uh, yeah, but I'm tired of death strokes. Eh, I know he's, he's an integral part. Can't get enough death strokes <laughs> until until 
who's absent in the trailer is um, Garth. I don't think we see. Do we see Opera Lab? But he's, I think he's supposed to. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. He's yeah, announced. He, we there. know how he looks. So like, there's a picture, uh, but he's not he's in, in the trailer. I don't remember. Well, when, when they when they do their little walk, their strut of all of them, isn't he? Ah, but he doesn't have like a profile. Like, there's no like shot of him. I don't think he has his own little moment. Like saying, right, like a moment. That's right. Mean. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else has their moment, especially you know the original. Was it four that we had for the first season? And then Hawk and Dove have their moment because Hawk and Dove. Well, the last trailer uh, before the D23 stuff we want to talk about is uh, the new Joker trailer, which I think came out today. Yes. And I put it on the, the chat. I watched it. I loved it. I thought it was great. At this point, I don't even care if it is trying to tell me that it's the real Joker or not. I just want to see this movie. I am totally in on this book, this, this movie. Uh, <clears throat> but Joe, on the other hand. <laughs> Joe, tell us how you feel. How excited are you? Zero. Is that like with a one? Zero. I wouldn't even. You would have to pay me to watch this one. No, nothing. Absolutely nothing works for you in the trailer. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, just for a movie where you. I mean, the scene that I keep coming back to, and I don't know why. It's just the way he's talking. Is when uh, in the trailer there's a scene where Joaquin Phoenix is talking to his therapist, and she's like, "This is the last time we're gonna meet." And he looks at her and goes, "You don't listen, do you?" It's just like oh, the way he talks in that scene is just, oh, every week. Yeah, he's the same question. Yeah, he's unnerving, man. Yeah, he's really but unsettling. I'm, I'm really liking what I'm seeing in this. I mean, the fact that it's, it looks like he's inspiring other people to do crazy shit, yeah. which is what the Joker is. He's, yeah, you know, a spark of insanity. Yeah. So I mean, you have scenes where you have riots with people wearing clown masks, and he's got the clown makeup on. And then to blend in, he puts a clown mask on. In the subway, yeah. And he just blends into the crowd and disappears. And yeah. Like, What's going on? And then, but then you have other scenes where clowns are starting all this crazy shit. And he's just watching from the sidelines. Yeah, you know? just walking by. Yeah. yeah. But, and then you have, you know, you get more of Robert De Niro's character as yeah. the host of the show. To oh, me, to God. me, that's why I was like, yo, I want more of that. And then when yeah. it ends with him, is like, hey, when you, he's like, oh, Murray, can you, when you bring me on, can you refer to me as Joker? Joker? And I was like, that's where I'm like, I was very trepidatious with the trailer and I was like alright this is looking better by the ending I was like I hope that's most of the movie but I love Robert De Niro's face I don't know if it's going to be the same scene or if it's a different scene but when he says can you introduce me as a Joker his face is just like what is this freak show yeah. mm-hmm. and then the curtains with a different color and, it makes and he's already dancing and the curtains are not even open yet yeah he's just going to it but uh, to, to send in the clown yeah. which is creepy but what gets me is like, what's he going to do? Yeah, you know, is this going to be something oh, yeah. uh, weird? Like, is what the hell is going to happen? I, to me, it gives me uh, vague reminiscence of, uh, of Dark Knight of Returns, uh, Joker on the talk show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What I noticed was that in an earlier scene, you have Robert De Niro's character making fun of his stand-up yeah. before he, what it seems like before he becomes Joker esque. Yeah, and then. This scene later on, he's already gone into the Joker mode, right. and he's going to go homicidal on this show in well, front of everybody. Maybe. You, get, you get glimpses of the spiral, too. Yes. Because you get you get scenes where he's on the street where, you know, and gets beat up by those people who take his sign, but you also get to see, cut with the scenes of him in the, already having mental problems because he's like, all I have is negative thoughts. Yeah. And then you have scenes with him wash, in the earlier trailers of him watching his mother, but then in that scene where he sees himself on TV, his mother's in the hospital. Right. Exactly. So, so everything might. just kind of keeps going downward yeah. for him. 
and I mean, it like spirals out of control. And looks like he has a girlfriend as well. Yeah, yeah which that, that's the most jarring thing. Which for me. Might, it's probably gonna go bad. Let's yeah, be yeah. Zazie Beetz who plays uh, Domino in Deadpool too. Oh, that's oh her? Her? okay. I knew I recognized her. Yeah. So, but you have that, and then you—I mean—you have the scene at the beginning where he's entertaining the kid, and the mother turns to him. Can you stop bothering my son. Yeah. Like, what? So, which is funny because I, but never mind. So, um, but I'm loving this trailer. I'm, 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 I'm. I was sold on this movie, the last trailer, but this trailer was. I'm in. Man, I, and do- I don't even care how how little it's going to tie in with the bat mythos. I don't even need it to. I really don't. It doesn't tie into anything. Well, that's the I'm, thing. But the, I'm happy about well, that. No, it does. Thomas Wayne. Well, Thomas Wayne is in it. And so supposedly in the it. kid in behind the fence, that's Bruce Wayne. That's Bruce Wayne. Uh, so, now I'm out for real. But I don't, well, I don't why? care. I'm not understanding that. I don't it's care. It's not comic accurate. That's Joe's thing. No, right, but then, no. then, then you should hate every comic book movie. He does. It kind of does, doesn't it? Right, it does. I don't care how he gets there. If you give me a movie how he gets there, it's fine. But there's no Joker without Batman. I don't care what origin you give me. But Joker's just there's no Joker without Batman. I'm I'm not even right. If you give me the guy getting there, that's fine. I'm disassociating. A guy going crazy, it's fine. I'm disassociating from Batman completely on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this is just a story of how somebody becomes the Joker. You know. I don't need Batman in this movie to explain to me how he becomes the Joker. Right. If anything, think of it like this. You know, the chair did say there's three Jokers. Take this as Joker number two. Or one. Or one. Or neither one. Hey, it doesn't matter. Even Scott Scott Steiner alluded to the fact that Joker has lived a lot longer than than, uh, than than what we originally thought. Yeah. Cool. Then he's fighting a 97-year-old Joker. And and in Titans, we have a 97-year-old Batman. Batman. There you go. That's where it's going to all come together. Right. And if you really look ninety, and if you that that's his favorite number. What? Joe loves ninety-seven. And if you believe all the rumors that Crisis oh, yeah. about Crisis on Infinite Earths, they're all coming together on fucking CW next <laughs> right. in October or in December or whatever. Oh, yeah. Call Tom Welling. Yeah. I mean, shit. I think I'm going to be on that show. I love I love Kevin Conroy, but Kevin Conroy does not look. Oh, get, get over yourself. I bro. love him, but he does not look great. Right. He oh, but like, he's supposed to be old Batman, and he's, he's going to be perfect for that. Hey, what if Cameron Carter plays Clayface? He looks like Clayface. That's right what now. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to have a little I, more of an open mind. We we have to. George, you haven't said anything. What did you think of the Joker trailer? Since the first teaser oh, you've of been casting, right. I have been in this movie. Every time something comes out, and Kevin's like, I don't know, guys. Yeah. I'm like, but why? Because it, it looks like. like I mean, I'm literally smacking between Justin and Joe. I'm like, I'm not hating, but I'm not all like in love with it because I'm really worried. How are they gonna trepidatiously like tread on water on with the story? That's it. But other than that, to me, it looks good, especially this final trip. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah. Now, my thoughts on this: this trailer took away my as a layman. Yeah, as a layman, this took away my artsy farty feel. Fear of the movie. Yeah, it's not an indie movie or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because that last fucking trailer had anything like, what, what the fuck is this? Well, yeah, there's like three different shots of yeah. him looking at himself in the mirror. It's well, yeah, like, yo, like, how much is, is that? Is this going to be like a cycle theory where all of a sudden we start hearing some emotional music and all this kind of shit before the night over But after I saw this trailer, I'm like, hey, I'm back to how I originally felt. I want to see this. Cool. It's going to be enjoyable. It's going to be good. And I mean, I think we should. Tie Joe up and take him to watch the movie. He's gonna see it. <laughs> it well, he ain't gonna pay to see it, but he's gonna see it. 
Um, we're going to see it as a, as a podcast so we can review it. So you oh. have to see it. Oh, that's going to be a great podcast where we're sitting oh here talking God, about either. He, he's just going to be nuts it. no matter what. <laughs> that's going to be a great one. There you go. Hey, it's a podcast and you have to go now. I'm down. Oh, the mirror's going. Okay, so future podcasts when this movie comes out, stay tuned. It's going to be a good one. We should bet. <laughs> bet on what Joe feels. I just want to know. Like, I already know how Joe's going to feel about this movie. I'm just waiting to see what we feel because this could go yes. either way. Yeah, like, that's my fear. Because, look, I'm in, but I can walk out of that movie going, what the fuck was I thinking? Right. So Take take Joker out. The trailer looks amazing. <laughs> take the whole DC and Joker. It looks like a crazy-ass guy that beats his mom and... Yeah. He doesn't know that he beats his mom. He beats his mom. And fights with the old man. $10 Joe finds that he's six issues. Six? Six? There's 20 issues wrong with I know, yeah. He didn't even... <laughs> he's going to find everything wrong with it. No, but that's the point. Is that that's that's the thing with, with Joe. is that He's not removing the comic book baggage. So he's not going to grade it on its own merit. It's going to be... Okay. That's like someone making a movie of you and not putting the Kevin baggage into it. Like, no, oh, let's and, just make him white and, and uh, he no, was but, that. but the difference is, is like, you know my story because we know each other. Right. That's like if I go to a stranger, hey, my name is Kevin, and I and I tell them maybe a couple of points, and I walk away, and then they go do my movie. You get me? So they everyone fill in those blanks. The, everyone knows who the joke is. Not, no one knows his origin. No, there is no definitive word. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So why have a problem with this fucking movie? Ooh, Kevin's getting emotional. For real. Get into it. For real, it's like, like even Amir here call, calls me the elitist. Dude, that's an elitist. Like, well, I could remove the comic book baggage and enjoy a comic book movie. Sure. I'm basing on my, its own merit of the trailer. I am um, iffy only because I'm scared. Like Amir, we said it too. I'm scared it's going to be too indie, you know, artsy-fartsy. But at the same time, I'm really interested of how they're going to approach the Joker origin. Which does have a hard R rating, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but this is also the director's first non-comedy. Yeah, Todd Phillips. Because he did Road Trip, Old School, Starsky and Hutch, School for Scoundrels. Hangover. All three Hangovers, Due Date. It's shot nice. And War Dogs. It's shot. It's yeah, shot there's something nice. about cinematography, bro. The cinematography is beautiful. Nice. You know, this might be his first foray into a non-comedy. But, I mean, if you look at the Joker... You might hey, the most, comedy in that. The most comedic people know the darkest shit. That's very true. <sighs> Amir raises hand. <laughs> you think I hate on it? You guys should hear Sergeant Funko's Enrique's view. Oh my god. We, we should all go to the movies you, together. He's you can't go you can't get more elitist than calling yourself Sergeant. Well, I hate him. <laughs> he's all about himself. Sergeant Elitist. Sergeant. At least he was in the military. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Even was. better. Oh, right. that See, sense. he has an excuse, Joe. <laughs> hey. Okay, so go. So that's the last of the business of before you watch Joker. So we've got a ton of D23 announcements as far as D, uh, Star Wars and Marvel. Uh, I think we should just jump right in. We got three new TV shows announced for. Uh, Disney Plus, we got a She-Hulk TV series, we got a Miss Marvel TV series, and the Moon Knight TV series. All of logos, all vastly different styles. Yeah. Uh, the She-Hulk, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I'm kind of excited for the She-Hulk and the Moon Knight. I, I don't, I've never really cared for the Miss Marvel character. I only care about, right, I don't want to like completely dismiss Miss Marvel because representation no, no. on screen is always awesome. Like, I'm not I'm not against it. I'm just saying right. she was just never a character be I cared about. A, a younger demographic, you know, 
female superhero, especially first Muslim superhero. Awesome, cool. I just I don't know enough of that character to be excited. The the thing the thing that gets me though is they have to reintroduce the Inhumans it, to do that. Uh huh. That's another thing. That's going to be a lot of weird obstacles that they have to go through. I'm okay with that because the TV show was ass. Right, but how do you explain that? Do you explain it away as it never happened? That was universe uh, suck, 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 and uh, it's not part of this universe. So you want the the waving of the hands of like it's another timeline, another another universe, another universe. That's essentially what they're kind of doing with uh, the Netflix Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and everything else. They don't even talk about that stuff, right? But that's that's right. You just said it. They're not even talking about it. They're just doing these brand new shows, and now you have in the middle of Miss Marvel whose comic book origin is tied to the Inhumans. Maybe they can't change it, and maybe Joe would hate it because they changed her comic book origin. <laughs> I don't think they'll go that far. They just might like do like not an origin and just be like, hey, look, this is Miss Marvel. Move we'll forward. No, no you, you have need to, to explain it. You've got to explain yeah. it. you got to explain it. Exactly. Yeah. Especially for her powers because she, she stretches like Mr. Fantastic. See, yeah. I, I won't give a shit if I don't know. I'm just right. I, I just think we got a Captain Marvel, now we got a Miss Marvel, and I'm just like, hey, there's too much Marvel going on. To, to me, the, the the most obstacle courses that has to, you know, the most hoops it has to jump through is She-Hulk. Well, that's the thing is, like, can you, can you, well, will they do her origin? Because because then Mark Ruffalo is going to be a part of it. Right. Yeah, I'm because sure she gets, a, trans- that, gets yeah. a transfusion right. from Mark Yeah, Ruffalo. yeah, which yeah. they can do that. Right. Now, hold on. You know, we're just, like, going over, breezing over that like nothing. That's a really silly fucking origin. It is. A blood transfusion and Mark Ruffalo's, you know, Bruce Banner's not going to be like, wait, hold on. My blood is radioactive. I'm not going to give my cousin my fucking blood. What if he's knocked out in the hospital and they need the same type of blood and they just grab his? How? He's in stalking Hulk form as of Endgame. Let's say this happened beforehand. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, what if it happened beforehand? So what, she's been secretly She-Hulk yeah. all this time? Hey, just come this is the world where Captain America went back in time and then right. just did nothing for right. 40 years. You know? <laughs> the man has a point. I mean, that was the biggest thing that I couldn't get over. It's like Captain America, you know, the guy who was always about truth and justice, sat there through every assassination of a president or a historical figure just going, no, nah, I can't get involved. Hey, I, that's that's, greater good. that's <laughs> unless you believe the... The other camp of like he time travels last minute to meet them. Oh, whatever. So it's like wait. So there but, are but the Russo brothers. Timelines? But the Russo brothers said that she was, he was at, at right. uh, Sharon Carter Food. Right. Yes. Yeah, so Sharon Peggy Carter. Food. Right. I I'm in the camp of I trust the Russos. Yeah. So I'm like uh, whatever. Yeah, I forgot about the fact that he's he's smart Hulk now. So uh, yeah, that's gonna be interesting. How are they gonna do that? Right. How do they do that origin? So then. So, so mind you, I pitched this to my own fiance. I told Val that, that origin. She's like, "That's stupid." And I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's really silly." That's that her origin, right? That, but that's really silly. And Modern audiences, well, Emir, do you just heard that that origin? How can you justify that? The only thing I would think of, and this is just me coming up with some right. bullshit, is they're doing some shit together, like almost remotely. She something catastrophic happens to her. The only thing that can save her. Would be his blood. He has to do it. Period. Ah, so you're saying he does it himself, right? Some kind yeah. of thing like that too. That's the only thing I can think of that I'd be like, "Well, okay, oh, that's cool." Maybe. You know what I mean? Like he had to save her life, and he knew if he gave her his blood, it would give her. A maybe, chance. maybe they might modernize it a little. She's got cancer. She's right. got something like that, Jesus. and it's like, oh, I my heal. blood can heal. Right. It can save you, but I don't know what the side effects are going to be. 
And that's where they, you know, because she's got, Seahawks got more control over the Hulk than, than Correct, yeah, well, right, not right. anymore. Yeah, but, not anymore. But in the origin, I mean, she could always go back and forth. In fact, that was the point of one of the storylines that was very popular at the time was she was always the She-Hulk and then she would go home right. and she would become Jennifer Walters again and just be like a wreck because everybody loved the She-Hulk, but they, nobody wanted to see her. Right. Yeah. See her right. You know, she's a lawyer. She was going to court as She-Hulk. She was doing, I mean... There's a problem, too. Tony's but dead. Her boyfriend's Tony Stark. Well, for a little bit. She was... Yeah, yeah, that's easy. They just yeah. won't do that. Fuck the cycle. Or they can say that they did it before the that's events true. of all the other stuff that happened. So, besides that one jumping through a lot of hoops, I think the other issue is the main one that I'm excited about. Moon I'm excited about Moon Knight. Yeah, but which, which one? Crazy. Are they going to make him crazy? And now they've already solidified, I think it was... Alan Horn that said it, that Disney Plus shows will not be rated R. Well, it could yeah. still be a little off. He should be on Hulu, though. I agree. That should be, to me, that should be mature. A crazy person who believes he's talking to an imaginary god that god. tells him to Egyptian go out to the streets and beat up bad people. Yeah. I'm sorry, all gods are imaginary. That's true. I wanted to point that <laughs> one out. Tell that to Thor. Hey. Yeah. Ah, you win this one. Mm. <laughs> but they're gonna go with Cape and Cow one night or suit. No, we're not. They're not no, doing suit. Got to do Cape and Cow. No, Cape, Cape and, and Cow. Yeah, yeah. I, will. I would take it. I would take. I would think it would be interesting if they did like a, some kind of weird amalgamation where uh, he's Cape. And, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, by day. No, no. He's <laughs> Cape and Cow out on the streets. So you've got the ruggedness of him gotcha. going out and being like, like showing the greediness of him going out there and doing all this stuff. But then in his head. When he's talking to the god or whatever, that's when he's in the suit, and that's when he's having. The- or, or worse than day, he's in the suit, but he still has the, the mask. mask on. <laughs> or, you know, or you know, he's supposed to be crazy, so maybe he always sees himself in the mask. Right. So, like, he, whenever he looks in a mirror, he's like he's wearing his suit where he's at work, but he's got the mask on when he looks in the mirror or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because when you have the craziness that you can play with that, like in his mind, he can see himself one, in a suit. One thing he, that's got to be a part of this, because it's always been a staple of Moon Knight, is that he is fucking crazy. Right? Yeah. Yes, hundred and ten percent. He is fucking insane. I hope. I kind of hope they they approach it in the sense of like it's like Fight Club, where he doesn't know he's Moon Knight yet, or maybe and it's oh, like oh, oh, that'd be great. Or yeah. maybe, or maybe the yeah, that's cool. Or maybe the God Conchu. Maybe he's the one in the suit with the mask, right? Talking to him. Oh, dude! There are so many ways right, you can right. go with a crazy character, right? Mm-hmm. But none of them, none of them are less than mature audience. It's right okay. man. They can figure dude, it out. How? He's again a crazy person going on the street and beating up people. He's a glorified bad. It's gonna get the Hunger Games effect. It's fine. What? Like no what blood? Does that mean? No, every time he goes to do some shit, it just cuts away in the camera. But that's away. awful. For I, that, I, you I don't watch it. For I that, agree. you don't do that. But I, I feel like there are going to be a lot of other things on Disney Plus which are going to skirt that line right. of he mature. Said, he said. He said it's not going to be R rated. But how about unrated? Uh, well, I don't the know. Movies about that. kind of follow that line. They could do it like that. I'm telling you, you can play it the right way. Uh, 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 a mature this, rating is just. Blood, uh, you know, certain. This is going to be a hard character to not do without the blood because right. if you have a white canvas character. You're not going to show blood on it, right? He just gets dirty in his it. head. He's never dirty, and you yeah. only see a reflection. See, of see his now mind. we're just de- we're just devaluing the character, yeah. right? Now, for hey. that, that's why. That's what I'm saying. For that, you just don't do it. 
Well, they're going to do it. Come on. So you, you can't say when, that. They're going to do they're, it. They're, they have an idea. It's something's going to happen. Yeah. In Feige, we trust. Exactly. And I'm the DC fanboy. I believe in that. They're the whole role of Marvel. Shit. Oh, Joe's uh, toy collection of uh, Marvel DC. Pops. Yeah, where are the... Uh, actually, like three. Oh, there's a couple of Batmans. They're it's all Batmans. I don't like... Uh, the DC stuff that comes out, I don't like how they look. See, I like I better like comic accurate ones. And they, they do see. movie ones. That's like, an elitist. So, I don't like Suicide Squad. So, in, no. other, in other MCU yes. TV news, we got concept art for WandaVision, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, including U.S. Agent. I didn't see the U.S. Agent. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure I, I know they announced it, but I didn't see the what. But so the WandaVision stuff looks weird. Looks strange. Yeah. Yeah. Looks it's meant to be. Yeah. Hey, looks strange. And we see Wanda after that and Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. But we also got confirmation that uh, <clears throat> that Falcon will not be the new Captain America. Not yet, at least. Right, because the government doesn't want him to be. Well, yeah, that's the be right. Yeah, that's the whole thing. In fact, the, the, ones, the thing be. I was yeah. reading was like he got. He he got the shield from Cap. Cap, but it was almost more like to hold on to, mm. as if that's the way he was saying it. Yeah, but I do like the whole idea of like Captain America is an American thing. So if the government says nah, you can't be Captain America, can't be Captain America. Okay, so he's not, yes. but he's but he could also Imagine be a Trump Captain America. Ugh. Oh, stop! Okay. <laughs> we don't we don't get the politics here. So so there's no there's no image of U.S. agent. It's just it's it's uh, announced. The casting was announced, and it's White Russell. Okay, uh, Kurt Russell's dad. That's cool. That's a father and son in this in the MCU. Because <laughs> Kurt Russell was Ego, yeah, in Guardians Two, and then yeah. now White Russell is going to be U.S. Agent on the Disney Plus. Do we have any more siblings in the MCU? That's interesting. I would like to look that up. Oh, yeah, uh, I actually don't know. No, oh, no, I'm, I'm saying not siblings, father and son. There are siblings because James Gunn directs Guardians One and Two, and his Brother Sean Gunn right. is uh, Franklin and Franklin. Rocket and standing for Rocket. Yeah, standing for Rocket. And then That's there's awesome. also the Russo brothers, right. who are the directors. Well, I was thinking more in front of the camera. Right. One of them is in front yeah. of the camera. One of them for like okay. 20 seconds. Hey, bro. Not the only one though. But yeah, I I'm excited because that's the uh, gay one, right? Yeah, but well, in, he's he's so. that he's the one that's gay in Endgame, but he's also the Doctor. In Winter Soldier, right, and he's uh, he's another character too. So it's not just that movie. He was, I think, he was in Civil War as well, mm. because the Doctor at the end of um, uh, Civil War, or not Civil War, uh, Winter Soldier, when they're coming into the, the tunnel, is like, let me take her because he's talking about Black Widow. That's same guy. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, then again, that movie was uh, right a while ago. Well, like, yeah. So we got concept yeah. art for both shows. Um, Bucky looking very, very different. Yeah, he, Short looks, hair. he looks very, very reminiscent of um, his days in the in Captain America first movie. Yeah, and then you have Damn, a new costume for Anthony Mackie as Falcon. More, more, more color. But you've also got the USA. Yeah, it has the Captain America colors onto it. Yeah. So you know, all we, all we got is the picture. So we just got the right. concept art right now. 
Um, and then the WandaVision is... It, it's, to me, that's the strangest looking one. It looks like the 50s. It yeah. does. Well, they said it was supposed to be like right. a 50s type show. I, don't know. But it, I it remember seeing it and there was some, well, I don't know, maybe it depends on the people I follow on Twitter. There was a controversy. People were like, it's the most racist looking sh- picture I've ever seen. Supposedly <laughs> there's Easter eggs hidden in the picture too. Because there's a shadow. Yeah. There's a shadow right behind Vision. And I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? And and uh, Pop Benny in, in an interview uh, with with um, Elizabeth Olsen, they asked him like, you know, how did this come about? They're like, it was actually Kevin Feige's idea. And he oh. pitched it to and Paul, Paul Benny. He's like, he pitched it to me first. I'm sold. Yeah, and he he's like, he pitched it to me. He was like, it was a way to somehow bring back vision, and this is the way. And then, and and uh, which I, Olsen, I, I feel needs to come back. Yeah, and yeah. Elizabeth Olsen chimes in. She goes, "Yeah, it would be through me, and and Wanda will go through some stuff, and you would learn why she's called the Scarlet Witch." Okay. And I'm like, cool, because then the next thing after that, I'm hoping it leads to Doctor, Doctor Strange into more. I'm hoping this leads to her being the villain of Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, or somebody at least to be redeemed in Doctor Strange. Yeah, right. I think and redeemed, and then uh huh, yeah, but her kind of going in that no more like the House of X, House of M storyline where she, like, but the aftermath where she's yeah. a wreck. Yeah, well, because the whole thing was like she had created with her powers her, right. her two kids, her kids. Yeah. yeah, and then found out that she had created them and they weren't actually real, and that just fucking threw her off the oh, deep end. Yeah. She has reality altering powers, yeah. and she created two kids. I think they're real. I see that counts. Uh, well, she didn't. <laughs> yeah, and that's why she uh, got a little bit upset and said those magic words. See that? If I had to pick something that I was kind of disappointed Ooh. with, and there's two shadowy figures. Yeah, yeah but that, that's, that's, that's you could see her crown. Ah, the that's Scarlet Witch yeah. crown. That's just them. Yeah, and then you vision. can see the, the little stone in the top the of the Yeah. But I could, if I could pick something that I was kind of disappointed with with Endgame in it, and there wasn't much of anything was that Vision didn't come back. that TV. Because that was what I wanted. Because when when he when, when Thanos kills, you know, kills Vision in, in Infinity War, I, my first thought was, okay, well, how are they going to – how are they bringing him back? Because right. Vision is such a big part of the Avengers for me True. that I was like, the fact that he didn't come back. Was like, oh Jesus! It's funny looking at the and picture again now. She's in red, and the TV that they're sitting in front of in this like Americana imagery. Pleasantville. Uh huh. It's it's the TV is emitting the only color in the room <laughs> while the room is black and white. Mm-hmm. The the color on the TV is like the red that it when her powers active when her huh, when her power is active in her yeah. hands. Which goes to show that that whole world is her creation. Right. We don't know that. I'll put money on Again, the, I'm with him. The with MCU you. version of Wanda has, she's never altered reality yet. Yet. And do you think the last time she did something like that was Age of Ultron? Because right. she made uh, Stark think Stark, uh, right. those horrible nightmares. They lost visions. Yeah. Right. Now, two things. Uh, one, she was the one that she was the one that was going to take down Thanos. If only he didn't say rain fire. He she had him on the ropes. Just oh, put yeah. that out there. The other thing is, do you think they retcon her in this? Make her mutant. That's what I was to say. Instead of saying enhanced fucking shit, enhanced she's actually. Human, yeah. she's I don't know because mutant. they show that she was experimented on in Age of Ultron. You can experiment on mutants. It's been done a dozen times. Um, they well, could just be that they used the the. the it was dormant, to, and then yeah, they reactivated they just, the gene. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Okay but do you, do you think they go that far, or do you think they just leave it alone? But then it how? Like, like, who would be around to explain that? Her parents are gone. The right, uh, who Von Strucker is. is dead, too. Look who her so, comic book father so, is. Some random friend from Waffle House. From Waffle House? Jesus. I think, well, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to go so far as to introduce Magneto. Oh, my this. God. 
No, they have to. They're not gonna introduce Magneto. No, not a chance. no, but like, how are you gonna interweave her as being his daughter later? No, they, I, I feel they like that's not even a priority that. right now. She was. They don't always introduce her as being Magneto's daughter. Yeah. No, what story. they'll end up doing is they'll end up making it that both of them, even though they, because they're like, oh, we saw our parents die, everything, they'll make it that they were adopted. And there then, you go. And then, right. and then later and when Magneto's introduced, yeah. if they want to, they'll. Yeah, right. Because yeah, even that's within comic book canon of Magneto leaves the yeah. kids with the, right. the mom. Mm-hmm. Right? So if she's going to be considered a mutant, and this really just depends on. No, when I'm just it was saying decided. you have an opportunity to start teasing. Not, I'm not saying full blown mutant. I'm just saying you have an opportunity in this show to start throwing pebbles into the water yeah, and start mutants. teasing the idea of mutants. Right. It you might. Know? I mean. Because um, Marvel's known for doing that. Marvel's known for putting oh yeah. putting things in long before he they get around to it. And this is uh, a Feige idea. So. Yeah, and they're also known for putting out ideas and never getting to them. So <laughs> <laughs> things happen. So okay. Um, also uh, on Falcon and Winter Soldier, we also have got Sharon. Oh yeah, Sharon Carter's going to be part of that as well. The old, the old, the uh, regular Carter, the one that the blonde one. You think she knows Cap is her <laughs> grandfather? No, uncle, uncle. great uncle. That's gonna be weird. That's gonna be really weird. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, here, I kissed here's, you. <laughs> here, here's a better one. Here's a better question. If she knew before, then kissed them. Yeah, <laughs> because it's like obviously she knew Aunt Peggy, so she's gonna know Uncle Steve, and what's she's just never gonna put it together. Like, wow, Uncle Steve looks a lot like this Captain America guy <laughs> that I am. I'm falling for at work. You know, maybe there was some kind of rivalry. Piped him before you got him. Like, That's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a Superman Clark Kent. Lois was banging Superman, but dating Clark Kent. <laughs> she didn't know. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> moving into moving into Marvel movies, um, we got uh, Black Widow poster. Uh, it wasn't poster. That's that's another concept art thing. No, but it was. I thought that was that's the poster. For the it thing. looks strange. But, I liked the concept of art revealing the white suit. Yeah. yeah, the white suit was cool. I like the how they got. Cool. I like how they've got uh, uh, Harbor David Harbor looking like for Red Guardian. Yes, he's got the full beard and everything. I'm excited for this. I think this is long overdue. I'm excited as hell because right, uh, right out of the 23 was the leak footage, and I, I you know, caught it. You got I caught it, and I sent it to you guys. I don't know if you guys saw Wait, it, dude. It looks like Jason Bourne. Right. It looks vibe. Oh, wow. Freaking car flipping, hand-to-hand, close-quarters combat. I'm like, yo, this is legit. What the yeah. fuck? That's how you have to do a Black Widow movie. Yeah. Perfect. So we got we got that. Um, we also got the full cast of The Eternals with costume art. That cast is stacked. Yeah. And the idea that they're introducing uh, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones yeah, as Black Knight. And he's not an Eternal. No. Which I immediately started looking up. I was like, wait, I didn't know Black Knight was an Eternal. I had to go look it up. So like, what he's is not. he? He's, he's, he's just, just a normal a guy. No, supposedly he's just a villain for the Eternals. Oh, really? Yeah. Supposedly. So he's uh, not the... He's villain because Black Knight was never a villain. One of the he's officers of oh, the Eternals. No, he's not a villain. He's Black Knight's always been I, a hero. I go off Twitter, bro. I don't know. Uh, no, but right, to Amir's point, uh, Twitter was saying, he's like, he's like, damn, Jon Snow can't catch a break. He took the oath again for yeah, a third yeah. time. <laughs> He can't escape the time cast. Put a cape and a sword and leave the long hair and beard. Jesus, he's even he's an eternal. He's a bastard eternal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
we have a part we feel you would be perfect for. Again? Uh, but wait, um, he gets to be in the MCU, so he gets to say, like, uh, imagine how that meeting went, like, with Kevin Feige. And he goes, uh, Kevin Feige is like, hey, you know, Kit, we got a great part for you. He goes, oh, great. Well, I was like, I'm really tired of being typecaster, you know, the long hair, the beard, black clothes, and a, and a sword. And he's like, what am I going to be? And Kevin Feige is like, you're going to have a black hair, beard, black cloak, and a sword. <laughs> We're going to give you a helmet, though, this time. We're gonna black, oh, black hair, right. you don't see. Yeah, you see yeah, the helmet. You don't see the beard. He gets a helmet. So you can cut your hair if you want. Right, and the beard. <laughs> We're going to call you the Black Knight. Right. For the black... <laughs> So. Yo, but okay, but how, that how, cast is fucking legit, man. Yeah, that cast is so dope, and I think this is the first time uh, Richard Madden and Kit Harington are together again, right? Yeah. Since yeah. season like one of Game of Thrones. Yeah, and again, he's the bastard. He's legit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you can got... we start making those memes? Uh, Gemma Chan is revealed as Cersei. Yeah, not not uh, Angelina Jolie. That's Cersei. Cersei. No, no. Damn, uh, Cersei's in here. So you got Richard Madden as Icarus. You got Angelina Jolie as Athena. You got Angelina Jolie as Athena. You got Gemma Chan, who was in uh, Guardi- uh, Captain Marvel, yeah, right. as uh, Cersei. Kit Harrington as Black Knight Dane Whitman. You got uh, Salma Hayek as Ajax. Kamel Nanjiani as Kingo. Barry Keoghan Dude, as Kamel Nanjiani got buff. Yeah, and that image to. of them at D23, I was like, who's that big dude? And I zoom in, I'm like, what the fuck, Camille? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Fastos. Uh, Dong Suk Ma as Gilgamesh. Yes. Leah McHugh as Sprite. And Lauren Ridloff as Makari. Amir, that's your boy from uh, Train to Busan. Oh, dope. Yeah, he's uh, Gilgamesh. Amazing. The king of kings. Big volleyball right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one that ties his arms or whatever, yeah. basically wins the day. Well, yeah, like that. Mm. But in America, he's going as uh, Don Lee. And in um, on the IMDb website, the 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 description for the show is, uh, movie is the saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Yeah. So that sounds interesting. I do. I can take that. Pretty straightforward. But if you listen to the names, the names are very similar to God names. Uh, just. Big names in the past because Gilgamesh wasn't necessarily well. He was a Babylonian king, the king of kings. Yeah, but you have like Thena, which is not that far from Athena. Athena. Yeah, you know Circe, Icarus, Ajax, which is not that far from Ajax, and then um, Icarus was uh, the boy who flew. Yeah, from the Greek stories, Fastos, which could be you could kind of go Hephaestus with that one. Sprite is just a general fantasy. I want to know how. I want to know how. Black Knight's going to fit into this. So, that's my, my curiousness. He's going to want to become an Eternal, and he's going to be denied. Uh, I don't know. I would like him in a, not necessarily villainous, but antagonist. Like, maybe he's a part of, like, some order that is meant to, like, I don't know. Hunt down the Eternals? Right. Hunt down the Eternals. Right. The Black Watch. Hunt down the White Oh, God. Hunt down the White Watch. Poor, poor kid here. Oh, God. <laughs> Duke can't catch a break. Uh, the worst part I was saying it and I wasn't thinking <laughs> so okay we're going to shift gears here and we're going to move away from the Marvel stuff and we're going to go to the Star Wars stuff well the last thing was the Black Panther thing oh that's right that's I, I did I did that but, but that's it like even the Ryan Cooler interview they're like Eric you're going to tell us anything nope, nope. 
any any at least summary, whatever, or you know, when are you gonna start shooting? Nope. Like, all right, supposedly cool. okay. all you got was Black Panther, the number two, and a date. <laughs> supposedly Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be coming back though. Get the fuck out of here. Oh my god. I, I loved him, him, but that's it, bro. He's done. Well, maybe maybe he became yeah, king while uh, he was gone oh, for that, that five-year Just give me just, more. That's I, all I care about. I want I want Shuri to become Black Knight. Or Black Knight. Uh, Black Knight. Black Knight. <laughs> so <this could laughs> Shuri was not around either during the five-year Right. Year. She was snapped. No. She was snapped. She was part of the snap. She was, no. She was a blipper. A blipper. Oh, yeah. Right. She blipped out. Correct. Blipped. God, that's stupid. Okay, so going on to the Star Wars stuff, we finally got confirmation, finally, after how fucking long? Like 10 years or more. Ewan McGregor's coming back to play Obi-Wan in the TV series for Disney+. Plus. Supposedly, sure, yeah. He even went on stage and says, uh, he went to, what's her name? Kathleen Kennedy. He's like, ask me. Ask me if I'm (laughs) going to play Obi-Wan again. And he's like, I can finally say I'm going to play Obi-Wan again. But the way he did it, and mind you, this was like the, and one last thing. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they did this to me horrible presentation of like, uh, like Marvel with the whole timeline, like the slate. But instead of a slate, it was like the Star Wars franchise in chronology. Well, they, and they and gave, it was like, okay, cool. They gave they gave names to the eras too. It was the age of that was a cool part. Yeah, Republic, Age of the Republic, Age of the Rebellion, Age of the Resistance. Yeah. So and then everything was kind of zigzagging into yeah, where yeah. it fit. A lot of things like got like went in between. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's a little weird. You could have organized that a little better. It just would have been a really long time. Just, yeah, it looks like someone like put that like up like this morning. Yeah, right. 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 So the morning now, they're like, we gotta do something for this. <laughs> Pablo Hidalgo, come on, man. So we got we got that confirmation. We know nothing about what it's gonna be about. We just know he's coming back for it. So. But hey, but when he came on stage in that reveal, people lost their fucking minds. Everybody wanted it. Right. You know who I feel bad for though. Who? The people who are going to do the uh, audio editing, because he is notoriously known, Ian uh, McGregor, for making the zoom noises for his lightsaber. Oh, yeah. yeah. So That's really they, fucking funny. They, they are you don't think he's over edit. that by now? I, hell no. You see how happy it was to be Obi-Wan again? I don't know. I think, Can you I imagine think... you being a, a Jedi for three movies? Oh, well, no. Come on. In back? the beginning, totally. I'm, I'm all about making the noise with my mouth. I'll do that. But, but after 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 so many years, I was like, Absolutely. look, I, I got to be a professional about this. Maybe just once or twice. <laughs> but you know who did that? It's Maybe funny you bring that up, George. Who did that was Chris Pratt. <laughs> a Star-Lord. <laughs> making the, the people. Yeah. He's a, and mind you, he has two guns that have two barrels. And he's just like, yo, I'm so excited. And I'm just going... You know, moving his arms, and he's just like, eh. ah, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then like, and, and, uh, who's uh, Zoe has to tell him, don't do the pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hilarious. and like, Chris Pratt's like, it just doesn't feel right. <laughs> he's a big kid. Well, yeah, if you watch him on Parks and Rec, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that show. Uh, well, I was. I've been, I've been. I've been. I've been watching. I never watched it when it was on. I've been watching it now, it's and I'm glad I saw Guardians before I saw this show. That's because funny. if I saw this show, I would have never been able to accept him as Star Lord. Yeah, because really? he on the show, he's just a giant. He's just Andy Dwyer. He's Dude, just he's a buffoon. Yeah, I mean, he's always he's sweaty. Hilarious. He's always. I mean, he's fat on the show. And he's always sweaty, and you're just right. watching him. He's like, what the fuck's going to come out of his mouth now? Girls, though. Uh, Both his girlfriends were hot. Yeah, Rashida Jones. Yeah. Then he jumps to Aubrey Plaza. Yeah, it's called being funny. True, fat and funny. Um. So hey. the other, and then 
Uh, we got two more things to talk about. I'm going to put them in the order of what I think is interesting. Okay, so cool. we're going to talk about the uh, uh, we're going to talk about the more interesting thing last. So we're going to talk about the Rise of Skywalker trailer first. <laughs> that's messed up. That's messed up, but that's I, I agree. Honestly, saw the build up for it. I was like, ah, oh, here we go. I, so so I did say, we like the montage in the beginning? Yes, I did. Right. I did too. I did. It was cool. I like the music. I always love John Williams. The John Williams score destroyed. Yeah. yeah. The um, first time I, I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw the trailer and it was posted on Twitter, then all over Instagram, and I avoided it like a plague. And when I went home for lunch, I was like, I have to watch it on TV. When I watched it on TV, first time, that swooping fucking music, bro, I'm not going to lie, it brought me to fucking tears. It was good. But I got to say, I watched it, and then, unlike other Star Wars trailers, I didn't watch it again until this afternoon. Wow. I mean, I just... I mean, I'm I'm already sold. These movies are already go- I'm already seeing them. But I just gotta say, I just really was. I didn't care. That You're ready I, for it to be over. I'm not ready for it to be over because I know it's not gonna be over. Oh, yeah. But I'm more in the the, the saga. The, will. The, it's just I don't know. It's, there wasn't anything interesting in the trailer for me, and I don't Nothing? really care about okay. Dark Ray. I don't either. You know, I don't that whole thing at the end where you see her in the thing and then she flips open the, the Swiss Army lightsaber. <laughs> I'm, I don't give a shit. I it doesn't bother meme. me. I, I I don't I don't care. When I popped hard for was the was the ships coming out of hyperspace. Okay, that was that the was the, the, the Legion of, of Star Destroyers. That was cool. To yeah. me, that's what gave me the hard on. Yeah, that, the, the the Republic ships coming out of. Fucking but you know what's oh weird? You know what? You know why I thought it looked even cool? I'm like. This is going to follow up a speech. I want another speech. Right. <laughs> Empire speeches are the best. Um, <laughs> so, but you have the scene of the, of, of Kylo and Ray fighting yeah, on care. the ship in the, in the ocean. I think it looked beautiful. It looks oh, amazing. No, but it it's looks very good. reminiscent of Revenge of the Sith. Right. I think that's so, what it's for. You know, right. So I did like the scene where she throws the lightsaber and then catches and the trees, it again. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was cool. And showing she looks frustrated. She looks like she might be training right. by herself. Maybe. Maybe. No, I think and he's talking to her. I mean, I I'm already – look, I'm he, already – He's doing the force Skype. The force <laughs> Skyping. Yeah, right. Well, it's Force Ghost. Yeah. No, no Force Skyping. Like, they're still talking in oh, each other's yeah, 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 yeah. The Twitter I saw and people were calling it Force Skyping. The shift accept for him to boot in. Kylo Ren would like to have a conversation with you. Do you accept the charges? Only if they enable force blocking. Force blocking would be funny. I'm done with this conversation. That's why she throws a saber. I'm sure she can boot him out of her head. I, I like the trailer a lot. I, again, like, like I said, the first time it got me really teary-eyed. And it was most because of the John Williams music. Oh, yeah. But Beautiful. all the uh, iconic, like, iconography of... Um, all the scenes and stuff and the characters. I, I can't wait to see get more Poe. That's going to be awesome. Iconography? Iconography. Sorry. Okay. I was having a brain fart there. <laughs> no, you're just trying to make up your own word, Vinny. Yeah. I mean, Kevin. Sorry. Just seeing those studies for me was... <laughs> mm-hmm. was but to me, Dark Ray, like, okay. So when I got to the part of Dark Ray, which is literally like the, the last shot, I was just like, okay. oh, okay. Because all these trailers for all these movies have ended with like a what the fuck moment. Mm-hmm. All of them. And it's kind of like, okay. That's the what the fuck moment. Immediately, I thought exactly like you, Joe. I'm like, it's a vision. Mm-hmm. The more I think of it, the more I'm like, I really hope it's not a vision. Because okay. I'm like, then it's, just, fun. then it's just a cop out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so then now, of course, I went online and what are people thinking, whatever, listening to Joe, of course, like Collider Live, Christian Harloff on Jedi Council, whatever. So what are people thinking? What are people saying? What are the theories? And it's main three theories. I'm not going to ignore all the other bullshit ones. 
And it's mostly vision or this other two. One of the other, uh, each of the other two is she, he's literally gone, dark side. Okay. But, and it, this is like, let's say, like a third act thing. And her and Kylo actually have switched sides. Yeah. I've he has gone light, she has gone dark. I'm, I don't like that Same. because how the fuck are we going to get there? I'm on the other camp and I'm really liking that camp and it's growing more and more every day now that I see it on Twitter and stuff. People are saying that for her to help Kylo turn because she still believes in him is she now needs to join him, see it through his eyes to then use it against him and turn together. Like Luke in Dark Empire. Yeah. Okay. And to me, I was like, that poetic, that's a great fucking ending. That's the camp that I'm in personally. Yeah. That sounds good. I like that. That's awesome. It's essentially her infiltrating Sif. Yeah. Sif Order. Did you ever read Dark Empire? Any of you? No. No. Fucking amazing how Luke just commands Star Destroyers against the Rebellion because he turned bad. Mm. Just to see, get a taste of the dark side, and he betrayed the that, emperor. That's what they're and saying. Came back. That's what this camp is like. It's oh, reflecting God. that since it's not canon, but it's reflecting that of of Ray getting a taste of it, right? Just, just to like, understand just like the balance, because she's supposed to let's say represent balance, and then exactly what we've all been saying of like Skywalker might be the new name brand for the Jedi. for uh, force, force users. users. Right. Mm. Right. That it's not light and dark; is you're wielding both. You're, you're essentially a great Jedi, but we're not going to use that term. Yeah. To me, I love uh, it. If, if that's true, I love it. Thinking. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's not controversial. Well, it's not like you're really saying, taking risk. I'm like, it's just cool. You're it's saying, fine. you're saying, so you're saying that they, 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 she, she infiltrates the Sith and then uses it to turn Kylo. Kylo, right? What if to it's, understand it? Yeah, what I'm saying. So the whole thing is that she's trying. The whole thing we've been saying is that she's the whole is that the the balance between the two. She's got to see the other side. Maybe it's not to change to Kylo, but it's, it's her learning that side, joining right. Kylo to learn that side, and then, you know, using it to become whatever that the motivation is. The camp, the this camp of belief is that she turns to learn of that side. Okay, whether it's the motivation is her own merit or to turn Kylo is up for debate of which one can. Or, or you know, just bring her to the middle. Bring I mean, him to the middle. Yeah. Right. Right. Huh. Join her and like, hey, let's stay. Let's stay neutral. Or she just like red? Right. I mean, maybe she likes red, yeah. I'm in the camp that he cannot be redeemed. Oh, 100%. He cannot be redeemed. redeemed. I'm still in the camp, and it's very minor now, that Vader should have never been redeemed. Same. But But, it's already canon that he did. He's a force ghost, whatever. Whatever. I think Vader killed way too many fucking people, including innocents, to have been redeemed just because he saved his son. I'm like, dude, even bad people can do that. That's not that big of a deal. To the power of Jesus Christ. And Get the fuck possible. out of here. Jesus Christ didn't use the force. No hey, maybe he was a force ghost, and that's why he rose three days later. Mind blown. He was Jesus Christ's last <laughs> name. Was, was the first Skywalker. Oh, oh my god! Wow. Well, we're did, full of did. blasphemous shit today, dude. But well, they did kill Space Jesus in the last movie. So. Yeah. Oh that's man, true. Space Jesus. He looked more like Moses to me. He, you know, the parting <laughs> of the. <laughs> Did you really just... <laughs> hey, so, we're going full-on heresy now. So the last thing I want to talk about, which is the thing I'm most excited for, I've watched it many, 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 many times. Even Amir liked it. And to me, that, that's all I'm telling everyone. Even Amir liked it. I yeah, know, that's the That is part. the Mandalorian trailer. I cannot wait for this show. I am so fucking in on this. I love everything about this trailer. It looks exactly like I want it to look. It looks part Western, part Star Wars. 
Part, oh, part samurai. I'm just, I'm fucking. I'm part so, Mad Max. So, yeah, I am so fucking sold. Now, this is, if they Even approach the it right, this great. then alleviates my worry of Moon Knight. Because this looks dark and gritty as shit. Yeah. But it's on Disney Plus and it's not going to be rated R. So I'm like, if it's yeah, but approach nothing, nothing right. Star Wars has ever been rated R, so. This looks like it's, dude, that dude that he, that's running out. Uh, the oh, bar. He the door to and close he, on him. Behind, he brings him in, shoots the door to close in on him halfway. That looks like it's about to cut him like apart. Yeah, yeah. they don't gotta show it. They don't gotta show no, it. right. But that's awesome. They can no, give no, a nice no, but what I'm noise. saying is the one right, right, exactly. Give me a grotesque noise and even imply that that's what happens. That to me, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. have a guy that's, turn next to and be like, "That was disgusting." Uh, I mean, it just you've got so many people in this. And oh, yeah. you get you get to see all that you oh, it's just Gus Spring. <laughs> yeah, who's playing a moth. <laughs> yeah, I watched I watched the trailer with skepticism. I was like, oh look, another Star Wars thing I won't be interested in. But once I saw the part where they had the, the fucking helmets on, on pikes. Yeah, shit, that's the beginning. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, once I saw that, like my opinion changed entirely. I'm like, wait, hold up. What is this? And yeah. Then, as every the man listens to it, I'm like, yo, I'll I'll watch this. <laughs> And looks enjoyable. And yeah. I, 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 just, I just hope there's not fucking ranting dialogue episodes. Well, the main I character mean, didn't even speak in the trailer. Yeah, that's, and it's Pedro beautiful. Pascal. That's the thing I was just gonna say. It's like I cannot get over the fact that it's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, character. I know for sure we'll get. We're maybe not early on. Maybe later in the season, he might like finally take off the helmet. Maybe yeah. say something in oh, the. Helmet. I think he get the helmet off in the first episode. Really? Okay. Yeah. I don't I, think he I takes it off in too, public. But. I think it only happens on a ship, but right. I think I, I think you get the helmet off, right? Because it's Pedro Pascal, you know. You got a moneymaker, yeah, man. Exactly. You know, you're not going to hire the dude to just, you know. Yeah, Peter, that's I mean, even even everyone. even in Spider-Man movies where he's wearing a mask all the time, they have to figure out a way to get the mask off. Mask off, right? Well, that's all MCU movies. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, look at Mysterio. <laughs> Fucking Thor, no matter what, always has to take the helmet off. He's like, dude, you're in the middle of battle. He only had the helmet once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in the in the ceremony, never even had it in battle. But yeah, look, in Ragnarok, he wears that weird helmet for a little bit, and then and takes it off. Takes yeah, it off. that's true. I forgot about that. <laughs> Remember, he's a Norse god. What does he get a helmet for? So I'm I'm happy with Mandalorian because I'm really I I'm in the camp, of course, as George always hates on me for it. I don't like magic. So I do consider like force using magic, but it's cool that you're gonna see a really gritty universe where the empire, right? Because it's during the empire. Age. No, it's after Jedi. Yeah, it's after six. It's after. Jedi. Oh, so it's even yeah. worse. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a lawless universe. Yep. Right. Galaxy. Yep. To me, that, because, that's even better. Because um, I think Gina Carano's character is like a former Republic commando. Ooh. No, I like that I have, even more. I have, the, I have the character breakdown. So I like that even more. So for sure, we're not going to see Jedi and Sif. You might get one Jedi. No. If it's after Return, then it, there's only Luke. Right. He hasn't found his Jedi <sighs> order yet. No, but it's not even about finding Jedi order. There could be, you know, an Obi-Wan Kenobi. So you I, got, I just, we need the explanation of how is a Mandalorian alive? Well, and that's not Boba. But the Mandalorian is a race of people. Right, right, but weren't they supposedly wiped out or something like that? Yes. Yeah. I don't think There's he's Mandalorian, though. I think he's just wearing the armor. armor. Yeah, because you've got, um, you've got the detail for him is like he likes to work alone, is rather attached to his stuff, and yes, he has another real name for him. Yeah, and then Giancarlo plays Moff Gideon. He's a regional warlord. Holy shit, he's a Moff? Yeah. And the, so the, the Moffs were sectored. 
The mocks were sector governors of the first galactic empire, but now the empire has collapsed. The governors are on their own, and some right. still have armies at their behest, and this one is rather ambitious. Right, so they're still trying to get a grasp of their grip of control in their, ter- right, in their territory. So you got Gina Carano, who's playing Cara Dune. She's a former shock trooper turned mercenary, fought in the Galactic Civil War under the banner Ooh. of the Rebellion. Nice. And then you've got That's Carl Weather. Carl Weathers is Grief Karga. He's the leader of the Bounty Hunters Guild, and he's the one that puts the Mandalorian on assignments. Apollo. And then you have, and here's the, here's where you're going to go down. Here's where you're not going to be happy. You have the IG-88 character, which is not IG-88. It's right. actually IG-11. Oh, okay. And that's uh, bounty hunting droid, often mistaken for the famous IG-88, voiced by Taika Waititi. Whatever. He's a good voice actor. I, just, I, mean, I know Borg you is awesome. I, don't, I, don't, I know you're not a big fan of Taika. I, I thought you were about to like brush my bubble and be like, there's a fuck ton of Jedi. I was going to be like, God damn it. Well, you know Taika's also directing a couple episodes, right? Yeah, whatever. I bet there's not going to be the one-liners and zingers in the whole season. <laughs> oh, man. Man, all this Taika hate. Um, hey, when we see it, I'm going to be like, yo, I told you so. He's going to call out the episode. But, here's, but, but here's the thing. I'm, I'm probably going to be like, yeah, it was awesome. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, probably, yeah I'll probably still like it. I'm not preemptively hating, but I already know like that. That's the one that's going to have like the most comedy probably. Probably. Yeah, we well, got to have a moment does, of brevity. You so. got to have brevity. You gotta, it can't all just be all grit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you saw how I slept that guy with the For real. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm glad the guy's got like all this, all the screenshots you see to him. He's got that big rifle on his back with the two, with like the fork rifle. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm glad he's got like a sidearm, like a pistol. Because that's what I was really hoping for. I like, love that I, scene. I love um, uh, Django Fett with the two side pistols. I thought that was an awesome look. So I like that because that that really sells Western to me. I really think yeah. That. The sidearm is is strictly Western. I, I love that scene that, that you were alluding to just in the the IG eleven. I guess yeah. Is is him uh, the Mandalorian taking down like a bunch a bunch of fucking stormtroopers? It looks like it looks like death troopers. Those are the black ones. Yeah, yeah, yes. the ones from uh, Rogue, from Rogue, Rogue, Rogue One, yeah. which is cool. And then I love that it comes to the IG robot and he's, his head is spinning mm-hmm. 360 degrees and he's getting everyone all around him. I can't wait to see that style of of of, of war, of violence in, in this lore, in this world. That's where you're going to get the quips, though, is in there. Fuck. You're the going to get where the robots just... Cause the robots I'm okay gonna, with that because there's cause something about robot quipping that... It works for me because the robot's gonna be probably be just like um the one like Korg uh, or like K two K two yeah where he just makes all these That's weird comments which was my favorite character yeah. anyways well you know that you know that he's they're getting he's getting the show too what um uh, Cassian Cassian yeah and of course R two or I hope it's called work Cassian and K two. Yeah, it's, that's supposed to be a part of it. Because obviously it's not going to be after that because they died on the planet, so yeah. it's got to be before. Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. But this, this show. Dude, I that night wait. shot, the night shot with the, with the AT-80. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that dude on the. On the speeder bike. On the speeder bike, bike yeah. turning or whatever. I'm like, yo. He goes in ATST. Yeah, the ATST. The, the chicken one. Two not, feet, not yeah. four. Yeah, not the four feet. I'm sorry, sir. I'm just. They know that. I know, yeah, I call it that, chicken walker. Yes, <laughs> that's what they call it, chicken walker. So, oh, the show. Uh, the only thing that I don't like is the fact that it's going to only be, it's going to be weekly. It's not going to be It, it makes sense, though, for weekly. Hey, but we get it at launch, November. Exactly. Yes, we do. It exactly. just depends on how, 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 how frequently it's going to be released, because nobody said that it's going to be weekly. 
They just said they said they said it was gonna be weekly. They said weekly. Okay, because I how long all their series gonna be weekly? For how long? Do we know how many episodes? Ten. I think it's ten, and I hope it's only ten. I don't want you know ten more ten hours. And they're already working on season two. Yeah, freaking dope. That's awesome. Yeah, Disney premiered working on season two. That means that it's the fastest renewed Disney Plus show. Well, yeah. Listen. Disney, take my money. Oh, yeah. The, the, and all the people that have been announced for this show, too, because they just announced Ming-Na is going to be part right. of the show. Nice. And yeah. then I I found out the other day, Bill Burr is going to be part Same. of the show. Bill Burr is going to be on the show? Yeah. Nick Nolte is on the show. That's funny. I mean, okay. and you saw Werner Herzog. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, you know. He's the one that, that speaks to Mandalorian. Oh, that voice. I couldn't yeah. pinpoint who it was. Uh, oh, and Amir, I know that you have mentioned this before. I want to say it on the podcast while just looking up more information. I don't know. Disney Plus is having a three-year subscription for your D23 yes. members. Yes. For how much was it? Just one something? 140. 140. You get two. You get three years, but you get one year for free. Right. So, so it's, it, it comes to be like three bucks a month, you said? Yeah. It's set, Well, the, it, it's – okay, so the, the, it's $7 a month, but if you subscribe for a year, it's $70. So you just get it for like five bucks a month. But if you do the three years, it can get actually goes down even further to like three. That's well, crazy. That is that's a piece of place. <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. There's ten episodes listed on IMDb for the show, so perfect. I'm okay I think that's that perfect, man. And Disney Plus being seven dollars, and I remember correctly, it's like uh, eight profiles, four device streams, four K HDR for content. Free. Not not like Pay Netflix. Extra. What do you mean for free? It's a part of what you pay. Well, 4K. No, the 4K is free. Well, it's not free. It's towards what you pay. Well, yeah, but they're not upcharging you like Netflix. Right. Uh-huh. That's no upcharge. It's charge. not an upcharge. Right. And so already Netflix has to lower their prices. Yeah, there's something. You, dude, to this day, I know already a handful of people already saying, I'm canceling Netflix. Well, because when you look at the Disney Plus logo and they have all the different companies they have underneath them that are going to be in there. Yeah. It's a little intimidating. Dude, Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Nat Geo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they Nat Geo. Uh, Hulu and, S- and ESPN. It, it'll still be a while before Netflix. Will. Right. I don't think Netflix will budge. Well, they might change the price. I think at least no, the price, man. I'm with you. They're not going to budge. Disney's That's trying to crazy. get the highest subscription. Disney's, Disney's doing this, and it's still kind of by what we had the discussion last time, that even this intro offer is just for now to – Make sure they get exactly. all the hype that they want. Right. But eventually, Disney's going to have to hike up. Right. But they're, well, they're eating this right now because this is how we're like, this is how we take them. Down. But we're only talking the good on Disney. But we're not saying that will negatively impact Netflix. I just said, I know already a handful of people planning to cancel Netflix. And, and there's I, means I and stuff of like you gotta sweaty Netflix and shit. I know, I get it. Like, But I'm just like, you still have to wait and see because I'm going to keep Netflix. Like, I'm keeping them because I love the original content. Right, I don't. I'm not one of those weird people right. that watch it just for The Office and like two other shows. That's uh, I find that fucking ridiculous. People who only have Netflix for Friends, yeah, which is going away soon because I'm okay. With I don't that. care. Yeah, Make friends needs to go. Yeah, Same. bro, that's a hundred fucking million dollars. Uh, anyways, Same. like put that towards your dope ass original content and not, bro. I not love Netflix dope, for the foreign stuff. I love all the foreign stuff, and it's amazing. I feel like Netflix, at least monetarily-wise, the money they invest a lot of it into is towards the good stuff. 
whenever a show is like, eh, you're like, oh, it was a cheap show anyways. Who cares? Yeah, they yeah they've been canceling a lot of shit. Oh yeah, the second they because they don't release their numbers for anything, but the second season's going down, they're like, yeah, we'll cancel that. They cancel like the OA, I think. Yeah, and that was supposedly big. Yeah, people love that. That's a tactic, though. They're canceling all that stuff because it's all that's right. They're canceling all that stuff because it's all tying up money. And yeah, right. They're gonna have to compete with Disney, so they're t- they're trying to get all their money together so that they can throw big stuff out when Disney starts going. Exactly. Oh, you know, we have all this crazy stuff and it's all cheap, but they're gonna say, yeah, but look what we have. You know, we have all this stuff too that you've been loving and enjoying all this time. You know, I think the good thing is being counter programmed to Disney Plus's non rated R content. I can't because then you could go to Netflix, yeah. and catch cool international R rated mature stuff. I, I see a world where they where they complement each other. Yeah. You know? Where it's like you have Disney Plus for your Disney stuff, and then you have your Netflix don't for your... Like those people. What? Disney's going to make rated R stuff. It'll go on Hulu. They no. said they were. No, it's going to go on Hulu. They right, right. I'm talking R-rated. Disney Plus. There's no, not going to be rated R content. Why would you put rated R stuff on there's something that's called Disney? Why would Mandalorian you... looked like it could have been rated R. It could have. It's still Star Wars. It's still Star Wars. Right, so do right. I'm saying the way it looks. Three can look rated I, R. I am, I am, unlike you, I'm going into it and basing it on... On how it looks, I'm not basing it on what it's about and what's around it. Yeah. It looks dark, gritty, and violent. That could be mature audience. It's not going to be because they came already saying Disney Plus will never be yeah. mature audience. Moon Knight could look the same, right? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like this could alleviate my concern. Now, if if in the trailer has all the dark ingredients and we go see the fucking show and it's all jokes, then yeah, I'm a fucking shit on it. The first episode. But it hopefully, and I don't think it will be that case. No, I want it to be good, but now I want it to be shit. Just, just for you. Just so you can let it be shit. I hope they go with TD that makes episode one. But, but that sucks because like, I'm going to be happy that Amir finally enjoys something Star Wars and doesn't fall asleep through it. But it's the And least, enjoys it. No, that's, that's, the least thing, that, that's my one concern because I'm like, all of this looks dope as fuck, but these Star Wars movie trailers look dope as fuck too, and the movies are snooze fest. I'm sorry. Like, I feel the same with DC. Yeah, that's, that's all these dope trailers, dope as fuck. I watch it. Fuck this stuff. That, that's no, like, I have a trailer in my bed. It's just, uh, what was it? What's the last Star Wars movie I watched? Uh, Rogue One. I fell asleep. Uh, like, it, like, and it's funny because that's the most action-packed one. I, <laughs> right. That's like after fucking an hour and a half of let me tell you the history of why my dick is small. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like fucking shit. Tell me so, how you really feel. <laughs> just as like, did you watch the same Rogue One? I, like, I want to see his version now. <laughs> his version I, was, I, was, I, I kept. I woke up and watching it. Like they're still talking. Okay, I'm trying. I'm like I don't know what's going on anymore. Well, you got Then I woke up and I was mad. Cause I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on in the screen? This looks dope as shit. What's happening? Yeah, in the middle of Unfortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, you know, there are many type of people in the world and you just happen to fall under that that banner of just it's not for you right right and i completely respect that i am not i am not, not bash it i'm just no I and i know dialogue, that but it's just so dialogue no i understand that there are a lot of people in this world who just sit there and, and just it just does not compute right you know my father my father hates science fiction won't watch science fiction at all if I'm like, you know, oh, there's Star Trek this or, or whatever, exactly. no, he wants nothing to do with it. And that, and I love all that stuff. I love comics. I love science fiction. So it's weird. And my brother too. So it's weird that, you know, my dad is just like, nah, fuck all that shit. You know, so, but it's just some people, it's just they look at it and they go, no. But then they look at stuff that I look at and go, no, I don't like that. And they go, no, that's for me. Right. It's just, it's it, all about like, preference. But I like Force Awakens. Like, 
that that was awesome. I enjoyed yeah. that movie a lot. That movie, yeah. That's the thing because it mixed it well. Like you had dialogue, they're telling you shit that's going on, right. but at the same time, it cuts over to like, oh, what the fuck are they doing? And but, this and this one it has long tirades of like, oh look, we're doing also, a new hope again, and these people are fucking talking shit, and I was kind of crap. The other thing too is like, especially for somebody like me, I'm genetically predisposed to these movies because these movies started for me when I was a child. Okay, so when I'm five, six years old, I'm watching Star Wars. When I'm three or four years old, I'm watching Star Wars, and over and over and over and over. So I mean, it's built into my DNA. So anything with the name Star Wars on it for me is just okay. I'm in. I don't care. You know, I used to get into huge arguments with with some of my friends who were like, "Well, you know, the prequels suck." I'm like, "Yeah, but I still enjoyed them." I was like, oh, "How could you enjoy that?" I'm like, "Because it's fucking Star Wars. It's still Star Wars." You know, <laughs> I don't care. Way. I feel the same way about the prequels. You know, it's like, look, it's yeah, there, are they great movies? No. no, there are a lot of problems with them, but it's still fucking Star Wars. You know, it's still it bringing me back to a world. That I love. And you know? it was in a, a time where there wasn't very much Star Wars anything Exactly. Going on. I mean, now, and, I, and that's what I'm afraid of for this Rise of the Skywalker is fucking Star Wars fatigue. I'm think, I'm hoping I'm not getting it because, right. and I don't think I am because I look at the Mandalorian trailer and go, oh, I fucking I love, love that. that. Yeah. But right. I'm looking at the Rise of the Skywalker trailer going, I, I you know, I right. like the Mandalorian. part of me hopes that the Mandalorian is as raw as fuck as it looks. That I'm like, you know what? I need to stomach these films, and I go back and watch. Them. I don't think you're gonna need to do that. You're yeah, not. Because I'm, you know, if they're smart, Mandalorian is is just contained enough that you don't need anything yeah, else. Right. They're it's smart. Like it's just a side story within this world. Exactly. All you have to know is the Empire's done. That's it. There's no Empire. They'll well, probably tell you that. But they're, 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 they're going to talk episode. about it though. They're going right, to talk about so, it. You know, in fact, there probably will be a title card. Probably. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, explaining where they are in the galaxy, you know, because I mean, you got to explain something of it because because Giancarlo's character is a moth, and you can't just you know what's a moth. You got to exactly. explain that, you know, and you got to if Gina Carano is playing uh, a former shock trooper who fought in the rebellion, you're gonna have to explain the rebellion. Right. And I'm sorry, but you're gonna get Jedi talk at the very least in oh, this movie. True. And if Maybe it's Star Wars. If it's Star Wars, the Force has got to be involved at least in conversation. True. So Force I wouldn't sensitive. be surprised if she fi- if he finds. I mean, even if he is a, a, a Force sensitive character. No, no, please no. No, no, no. Let's not go that far. No, I'm not saying Jedi. I'm not. I'm not. No, I wouldn't even go that far. Force sensitive. I'm just saying. You know, I, I don't, it's just an idea. You know, it's like the character has some precognitive ten- abilities. That's like why he uses a bounty hunter. as a bounty hunter. <laughs> He just kicks in at random moments. He goes away. Well, yeah, he doesn't training. He doesn't have the training. He never had the training for it. He just knows that he's really good at what he does because some of his his abilities are force sensitive. I'm not saying he's going to become and trained to be a Jedi and become a force user. I'm totally against that. I'm more in the, the realm of him trying to be a bounty hunter, but maybe has something to kind of tie him into that world. Well, I mean, they've said that, you know, like gut intuition and things like that are, yeah. can be accentuated by the force to the point where it's like, I you like, know, the reason why you're so good at something is because. I like how I started talking about the force and Kevin shut up. He stopped talking. <laughs> 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 like, I'm, I'm, out, out. I'm out. I'm I out. just don't want a Mandalorian. No, no. And, and if it's not, that's fine. But I mean, you it's Star Wars. You have to reference it. Even if it's in passing, it's got to be referenced. Even if it's like, you know, you know, when the Jedi, you know, did this or Luke did this or, you know, Vader, you know, stuff like that. 
Yeah, you got to mention those things. Yeah, too. things like some things have got to be mentioned. So, especially Lord Vader. And at that point, well, time, they said that Vader is going to be more part of the um, Cassian Andor series. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, I'm yeah. okay with that. So, well, with that said, so I think we've exhausted this. Yes. Enough. We're two hours and ten minutes, so <laughs> I think we're done. Um, next week, like I said, we're going to get into some of the, the theme park stuff. It's not going to be a whole lot, but we are going to get into some of the theme park discussion that was revealed at D23. I think it's very interesting. I think, I think we should talk about it. Yep. Um, it does tie in with Star Wars. It does tie in with um, Avengers, so it's not going to be all just Disney, Disney, Disney. Um, but yeah, so... We have a ton of books. Is a there a lot, lot of books this yeah, week? A lot yeah, of I haven't comics looked yet. Yeah, all right. So we'll have some good reviews. We'll have the next uh, X-Men book to review next week. Absolute and Carnage. Absolute Carnage we'll have to do. Um, so, you know, come back next week. Let us, you know, listen to us all, all uh, podcast platforms. Let us know what you think, all social media platforms. Give us a review. Let us know how you feel. At Rogue Nation pod. Yep. And uh, tune in next week for more of our shit. We're out.